You're listening to the Castworks Industries Comedy Podcast Network. Oh, yeah. Warning. The Federal Communications Commission has determined the following content to be emotionally harmful. Young children should not view this content under any circumstances, even if supervised by a parent or guardian. That's how it's done. Hi, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! You're listening to the Rob and Slim Show with Rob. I do not date Play Jane assistance. Slim. No one loves you like I do. And sometimes the Slamborghini. I love Lady Boys. Internet Radio's finest. Place these paws on a good fine girl I'm gonna grab to 
This is Summer Smith, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Booyah, boona. Hey, guys, this is RJ Mitty, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. This is Carrie Frylock Means, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show, fools. This is Gregory James Cohan, also known as the Velocipaster, and you are listening to The Rob and Slim Show. I like to connect with the youths. You know, get on their level with, with sports, activities. We go laser tagging. I'm drowning in pussy and, and boy butt all day long. Let me see bare bottom. Let's see them balls. Come on. Ew. This sucks. This does suck. We got one more week after today before Christmas. Then we're off yep. for two weeks. So fucking listen tonight. Listen large in your fucking house. What are you doing? You watch anything? Uh, yeah, I did watch the newest of uh, Rick and Morty. Yeah, it was which great. I, I like that a lot. It was all, yes, I got that the clip. I play the Slug Dragon clip. It's in the group. The, yeah, that one, Michael, made me laugh so hard. The one who fucks <laughs> Willie Mammoths. Oh, yeah, that was dying. That had me just dying, yeah. Like, that was definitely my favorite <laughs> of this season, if not. Like, it's definitely, like, one of my top of, like, all times. But, yeah. Slug I just love how much uh, Rick hated uh, magic. He just despised magic. Because what was it? I don't know what Morty did with him, but he like he's like he promised me a dragon, and he didn't want to get him the dragon. And oh right, so he went he, to did some adventure with. Oh, him and, and then he like guessed and crashed his ship. He guessed himself, <laughs> and uh, he was in the hospital. And that's when uh, the mom was like, "Did you promise Morty a dragon?" He was like, "Oh fuck!" So he had to get <laughs> Morty this dragon, and then it bonded with him. So it was a slut. <laughs> Soul bonded, and it's... then they found a whole bunch of a whole fucking cave of slut dragons. Uh, let me just make sure everyone at home can see Fuck it. Yeah, the slut dragons. Slut, yeah, dude, I was uh, I watched it last night, and fucking dying. Oh. Attention, citizens of Dragon! A slut dragon has escaped. Anyone caught harboring it is also a slut. That's how it. Oh my eye! It pains me that you can feel my pain. Yeah, how about you suck your dick, which is also somehow my. Dick. Oh, why can't couples that start out cheating ever end up happy? M maybe I can find Whoa. that wizard's portal spell in here and get us home. How about finding the spell that unbinds me from your f***ing dragon? No spells <laughs> can do that. Only the wizard can unbind soul bombs. Uh, who the f*** are you? Who are we? Who the f*** are you, bitch? Never stop. <laughs> we are the slut dragons. We live in these slut caves where we f suck and eat and we kindly ask that you leave. <laughs> if the wizard knows we are here, he will imprison us. Yeah, we like it down here because we can f*** woolly mammoths. Get out! Get the f*** out of here, Michael. Michael. You're the only one that f***s that thing. Get the f*** out of here. Well, at least I'm not into sh play. Ew. Hey, wait! Everybody stop! Stop! Listen, this is all Michael's my fault. Bad. I started all this when I tried to control Balthrama, and that was f***ed up. Nobody should control anyone, especially that guy up there. And, um, you can eat b if you want, I guess. I, uh... I got this, Morty. Okay, listen up, slut dragons. Wouldn't you rather be sluts up there? Have a f world instead of a f cave? What's wrong with you? This man with a ponytail makes a valid point. All dragons are sluts deep down, even the ones up above. But we would have to kill the wizard to be free. He is too powerful. There is a way to kill the wizard. <laughs> oh, who's this mysterious character? Shadow Jacker. You haven't Shadow killed your Jacker. masturbation cave in Eon. It's high time I emerge from my 
cocoon. I grow tired of eavesdropping and masturbating to the sounds you all make. Jesus Christ, all right, could, could use a little more mystery. Oh, I'm just now seeing the staff. We've never had enough sluts to defeat the wizard. Now, with the four fresh wet sluts that just landed on our doorstep, we finally have a chance. So killing the wizard will break my soul bond. Yes, it solves all of our problems. We must begin a ten-slut soul orgy. Wait, wait, wait what? And become the all-slut <laughs> slut something else in here. There's got to be another way. Just give me a second. I haven't read all this yet. Maybe don't tell your parents we did this. <laughs> oh, that's the best. <laughs> They're all like coming. <laughs> Oh, the stupid wizard. He was a dick. Uh, oh, no, oh, oh, please, no! Ice spell! Ice spell! Ah, that just made it last longer! Ah, it burns longer! Ah, I'm gonna die fast! Nice. Uh, no more, no more fucking wizard. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, and then the subplot with Jerry was kind of dumb. Like, I didn't like that too much. I didn't like, mind it. I liked the cat. The cat was, uh, uh, cat Matthew, sucks. uh, Broderick, uh, yeah, Ferris Bueller. Yeah, a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, that's a piece of shit. Um, and then the dragon was apparently voiced by, like, somebody from Game of Thrones. I, I don't know oh. who it was, but yeah, it was a, it was an actor from oh, Game of Thrones. Uh, I'll look it up. I think it was, like, I forgot. I looked it up last night. Find out now. All right. You should have had it ready. If you fucking did some prep. Fucking <laughs> the one thing you prepped. You fucking <laughs> half assed. Fuck. Hey, I knew Matthew Broderick was the cat. Yeah, he sucks. All right. He I sucked. Like... Ferris Bueller sucks. Really? You don't like Ferris no. Bueller? No. I like so Ferris Bueller. Dumb. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm going to jump cast. through yards. Yay. Yay, I'm Ferris Bueller. Cool. He was, he was cool. No, he's a douchebag. <laughs> fucking dumb douche. Where is that? I'm trying to. Oh, just oh, couldn't fuck. you Google who was the dragon? Who voiced the dragon in Rick and Morty? I, could have so yeah, I guess I could. I just thought that uh, it would give me like a list of. Uh, let's see, Rick and Morty dragon. Voice actor. Dragon voice. Yes, there you go. <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, Davos, Sir Davos. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Now I gotta rewatch it. Gotta rewatch that shit. I like how he hoarded uh, with the future fucking album. Just oh, autographed right, yeah. and Molly and Percocet, and then they were flying around listening to the future song. I love, like, shit. Rick, like, hated dragons, and then he just, like, got high and hung out with the dragon. <laughs> and came with the dragon. And came with the dragon. Yeah, fuck yeah. And then I love at the end where the dragon shows back up at their house, and he's like, to Morty. Yeah. It's like, I, I could just, maybe just a hand bond, and he's doing, like, a jerk-off motion yeah. with his hand. Yeah, hand bond. <laughs> that was great. Did you watch any Watchmen? No, no, Episode I didn't. Episode 5 was really fucking good. Little Fear of Lightning. It's, it's the, uh... The interrogator, his name is uh, Looking Glass. He wears like a, a fucking, like, it looks like a metallic fucking mask. And uh, it shows his backstory. It starts in like Hoboken, New Jersey in 85. In this, uh, it's like a fair or something like that. Like, uh, yeah, like a carnival. And uh, it's a fucking religious guy and like all these like young boys going to hand out like pamphlets and shit. But uh, so they're doing that. And uh, it's, it's uh, the one kid goes up to like these fucking thugs or whatever hanging out outside, and he goes to give him the one, and the dude starts talking shit, and the chick's like, nah, this, don't, don't make fun of him, so she takes him into the fucking fun house, and, like, just starts talking to him, and then, like, takes his shirt off, takes his pants off, goes to start sucking his dick, 
it's like now I got your clothes Bible Bible boy and she runs out and he's completely naked in the middle of this fucking like fun house with all the mirrors and shit and then some shit happens like originally I thought it was uh whatever when uh Dr. Manhattan they blamed it on him oh okay right. but it wasn't it was uh whenever the giant squid came through right it was a fucking sonic blast or some shit and like you see him and like he just starts like getting a nosebleed and shit and he's a little fucked up but then he goes outside completely naked and they're all dead everyone's dead and the bitch holding his clothes, he gets them back. And, uh, uh, what was it? And then it, like, cuts to the future, I think? What happened? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, he found the girl dead. And then it cut to the future. Uh, like, 30 years, and it just shows the, the looking glass guy in, like, this, um, oh, what's that called when you do, like, uh, market research? When, you know, the, the they're trying to test out commercials and shit, and they're showing him, oh. like, a panel. Okay, and he's right. like in charge of that, and it just cuts to that. And it's like a fucking commercial for tourism in New York, because that's where it happened. And uh, they're trying to get t- tourists back, and he's just telling them like how it's it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Um, and then you figure out that he was the fucking kid. He was the fucking kid. And uh, the the fucking mask he wears, and like in his hat, he lines it with this shit because they explain that uh like it's the only thing that'll protect you against something that'll happen. Like, against that happening again, it's the only oh, thing that'll protect you. So okay. he's like a fucking... Like, and they call him a freak. Like, against, like, the squid it. thing, I guess. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, uh... What, what happened? Uh, yeah, it just, it just cuts to, like, Miss Jupiter telling all the cops, like, they're gonna find, uh, whatever, the fucking cavalry. And, uh... She calls him in the office and just begins, like, instantly talking shit on, that, on him. Just, like... Uh, whatever, calling him out for that and, like, laughing about him doing market research. She's just talking all sorts of shit. And then, from the week before, when, um, uh, what was it, Lady Knight or whatever, was trying to find out what the pills were, and she gave them to him to have somebody, like, uh, analyze. Okay. She's like, so, uh, yeah, uh, who are, the, who are those pills that, uh, Lady Knight was asking about? And he goes, what are you talking about? And she's like, I have your fucking desk bugged. So she had his desk bugged, uh. and he wouldn't tell her. He wouldn't tell her. He's like, that would, uh, whatever, you know, that would, uh, it, it's like just something between me and her. Uh, it's like a personal issue, and uh, then he goes home and watches some gay superhero porn. And he's fucking, like, just, I guess, getting ready to jack, and then this alarm goes off, and he's running out, and he's trying to fix it, because he's got alarms, I guess, in case this ever happens again. He's got uh, his whole, like, fucking okay. house and, like, outside rigged up with these alarms in case it ever happens, because he's He's a freak from it. Yeah, um, it's trauma. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, um, it's just like, I guess he runs drills and like, it, it won't stop. It won't stop going off. So he just smashes the fucking like, uh, alarm thing. And then he calls and he's going to get a new one. He wants it overnighted. He, wa- he wants it like overnighted. Cause then they're like, well, how many tests do you run? How many drills do you run? And he like runs way too many. Like, and, uh, so they're like, yeah, that's why it just burnt it the fuck out or whatever. So, uh, what was it? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's got like he's got like shelters in the yard. He's got like bomb shelters and shit set up, like in case anything ever happens. So he's got all that shit. And then he just goes to sleep in his mask. He fucking because he's like uh, a fucking like I said, he's just a basket case from it. And then goes back to the focus group. Uh, but he gets a uh, he gets a page from his ex about the pills to go. Like she found out what they are. She tells him he goes there wherever she works. And uh, there are a pill called Nostalgia. I don't know, was that in the, the graphic novel? No. And it's like memories in a pill. Like, it's been outlawed oh, by the government okay. and shit like that. Um, blah, blah, blah. So, uh, yeah, it's it's like, yeah, memories in a pill. It's called Nostalgia. And then, uh, what the fuck, what the fuck? Oh, then he goes to, like, the support meeting. Because it's like a support meeting for people who have been, who were in that fucking the 9-11 type thing. They call it, right, like, 11. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck is it? Um, 11... 
I have her in the eleven two. Like, okay. I guess that's that's when it happened or some shit. Um, so he goes like some support group. He leads, and some bitch shows up to fucking like I guess remember. Then they go out to drinks, blah blah blah, and uh, she calls somebody to get a fucking ride home because she's drunk, and uh, this truck picks her up. And I, I don't know why this is the cavalry's like thing. It's their like calling card, but a fucking head of lettuce falls out of it. Is that in there too? No, I, I don't know. Right. I don't know why, like no. what it is with them, but yeah, it's all about lettuce. So uh, like he sees this fucking thing come out and he calls into the precinct on his radio and he's like, did they ever get the truck? Because in the first episode, the guy that shot the cop pulled that truck over. He's like, did they ever get the truck from, you know, the shooting that night? And the person on the other end was like, no. So he's like, he calls her back up. He gets in his car. He follows it back to like an abandoned fucking like mall or building or whatever, wherever these people meet. And, uh, he goes in it, he fucking, uh, before he goes in, he searches the truck, he finds, like, a gun, and then he goes in, and, and like, he finds, uh, they, they broadcast, they make their videos out of a church, he finds, like, the set, it's just, like, a set in this, like, abandoned mall, and then, uh, like, a basketball falls through the ceiling, like, out of a portal, so he finds, like, the main portal, because they're testing portals or some shit, uh, okay. which I guess is what... The fu- they've been outlawed too. It's, right. I guess what they used to bring the fucking squid in. That's what Adrian oh, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he opened up uh, like holes in another dimension to bring the squids in. So he walks in on them. They don't see him. He's got the gun drawn and he's like telling them to stop or he's going to arrest them all. First of all, there's like fucking 10 of them. So what are you going to do against them? But uh, the, the bitch is like, look, I've, we went through a lot of trouble to get you here. Like even the lettuce falling out of the truck was rigged. We set it all up. Like we want to fucking oh. talk to you. We want to talk to you. And, uh, while that's going on, like, some guy's walking up behind him. He goes to shoot, and the gun's got blanks. So they even, like, set that up. Oh, wow. Then he fucking gets brought into a room, like, thrown in a chair. And this one dude in the Rorschach mask starts talking to him. And he's like, you you could have at least try to hide your voice, Senator. The Senator who was, like, at the funeral who, like, had the one uh, cavalry member, like, try to abduct him or whatever. So he's like part of it. He's part of it. Like, so, but the, the, the Senator was like, he takes his mask and he's like, look, we didn't kill you chief, blah, blah, blah. We're not here for any trouble. I just, I want to show you this video. I got a video. I'll show you. It'll be, it'll explain a lot. It'll explain everything to you. You could either watch the video or I could like, with what I know, the, the, the fucking, whatever I, like I said, the shitty wears, like you're, you're just like, a kook and they'll fire you from the force like what i have right. against you like you'll lose your job so you need to play along and uh he what he wants is he wants to get he wants the the uh the interrogator to talk to um lady knight and get her to back off oh, get her okay. to back off because he's like look i could either have my guys kill her and her family in the middle of the night or you could get her to back off right instead of having so to he does agree to that and he fucking watches the video which is adrian Oh, talking okay. to the president, uh, whoever the president is in this, um, what did I, I, did I write it down? Uh, Redford, President okay. Redford. It's a video he made for President Redford for when he got uh, elected that he made like seven years in, in, the, in before. He's like, I know the future. He's like, I make the future. I control everything. I controlled that, and it just explains how he pulled through the squid. He's like, you got to control people. You got to make peace with, with fear. He's like, there's nothing wrong with fear. And he's like, if you're going to work with me, I'll work with you. So it's just that, that video. And then, uh, so, yeah, like, I guess he goes back. He goes back to the forest. And Lady Knight, and she, he has, like, the info on those pills. So she comes in, and she goes to talk to him. He gives her the pills. He tells her what they are. 
and they all arrest her. All the other cops like come in and arrest her because it's like Bond, so you know he's in on it. So he he set her up. He fucking you know has her arrested. She's like screaming like, "Why the fuck would you do that?" She swallows like a bunch of the pills. So I don't know what that's gonna end up being because that's what she even said when he found out who they were. Like they were that thing, and she goes, "Whose memories are they?" So I don't know what they do. They tell her medicine for your memories or some shit. And when she originally took them from the old man, he goes, "They help with my memories." So I'm guessing they're his memories. I think somehow, too, it also said that he, like the, her grandfather or whatever was a cop like 100 years ago. So this guy would have been dead, usually. So they're trying, she's trying to figure all that shit out. So, uh, yeah, she gets arrested. And then I, I don't know if much else happened, but then it cuts to him going home for the night. He gets, he's got the thing. He's got the, the new alarm in front of his door. He throws in the garbage because I guess he figures he doesn't need it anymore since he knows it's all set up. But then he goes back and gets it, I guess, just for like peace of mind. Gets it out of the garbage, goes back in the house, and then a truck with, like, fucking four or five cavalry guys get out with, like, shotguns. And then it just ends. The episode just ends. It was like, fuck, what are they going to do? What are they, are they going to kill him after all? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's fucking really good. Really good. What have you been watching? Just Rick and Morty? Rick and Morty, Mr. Robot. They got three more episodes of that left. Oh, uh, the that last sucks. episode wasn't really that good, but... Oh, um, oh, then the Adrian Veidt shit. And then, like, I, I remember when it was. It must have been before that, because that was the absolute ending when all those guys came up on his fucking yard. Oh, okay. It cuts to him talking about how he's going to escape. Going to escape wherever he is in South America. Um, and he's got that catapult. Remember I said he, they were, like, launching the dead yeah, clones, the clones of catapults? He, yep. So he gets in a fucking catapult in his crazy-ass fucking, like, suit with, like, uh, it's kind of like a diving suit slash, like, astronaut suit. He He has the two new clones, like, launch him. I guess this is like some magical portal to Mars or some shit. What? I don't know. Oh, I guess to go see Dr. Weird, Manhattan because yeah. Dr. Manhattan's on Mars. I don't know what kind of portal or whatever it's got, yeah. but yeah, he launches it up and he's on a moon of Mars, I think, because it's not oh, actually Mars. You see God. Mars in the background, looks like a moon, and all the dead fucking uh, clones are there. Oh, like frozen and dead because they're in space. So, and then he starts ripping that fuck, like snapping their arms off because they're all like frozen type of shit in space. And he, I think he writes out the words, help me, D. All you see is D, so it's got to be like he's spelling out to help me, Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. And he's on Mars and for about like five minutes, and then the cord on his back starts pulling him back to Earth, and it crashes back to Earth, and the game warden's there, the one that like sent him that letter, you know, episodes before, and he places him under arrest. So I I don't rem- really remember like what else happened. I don't know if he fucking, like, I, I don't know if it just cut at that point. Um, blah, 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 game warden shows up. Uh, so yeah, since he broke the law and he had been warned and arrest him, and I, uh, and then yeah, and then it cut to the to look the last Stephen's Looking Glass. So yeah, I forgot about that shit for a minute. Yeah, I, uh, I gotta yeah. I gotta check it out because I subscribed to HBO just to watch it, and then like forgot that I subscribed until like the other day. I'm like, oh yeah, right, I subscribed this so I could watch this. Why are you but watching? I, why are you I, watching fucking uh, the other shit too? What's the other shit? Fucking Righteous Gemstones. Oh, I saw that on there too. I'm like, I'm I gotta fucking, watch this. Uh, Vice Principals. I gotta, I gotta, I'll have to like sit down and just fucking Game of Thrones. All of them. I don't think I'm gonna watch. I don't think I'm gonna watch Game of Thrones. Why? Because I don't really like fantasy things, though. Yes, you do. All you do is fantasy. Look at that fucking bookshelf of fucking board games. It's like superhero board games. Yeah, I don't like elves and dragons. There's no elves. It's dragons. Yeah, there's three dragons. Like magic. Three dragons. I don't know. No, not really. Like that. There's blood magic, but it's fucking badass. It's a just like makes me think of Slambo though like he loves all yeah. that weird fantasy yeah, he's shit. never seen it he's ever seen it he likes Lord of the Rings which is stupid <laughs> yeah. alright maybe I'll take fucking... maybe I'll check it out yeah it's the best thing douchebag 
<laughs> yeah, no, I've heard some people say, like, uh, like my buddy Trent said he really wasn't into it until the last season, but uh, the, the end of the first season, but I think it was, like, a few episodes. But everyone I know that's, like, said they would never watch it, has, that had started watching it, like, loved it. So. I guess while I have the HBO subscription, I should. I'm also curious because, like, you said you liked how it ended, but, like, Everyone on the internet, yeah. like Game of oh, Thrones, is now like, Game, of, Game, of, the Game of Thrones is you'd now considered douchebag. like any time a series is ending, they're like, well, hopefully they don't pull a Game of Thrones. Like that's the thing now. Like hopefully they don't end it like Game of Thrones ended. Like apparently people were really fucking pissed off about the way that thing ended. Yeah, I have no idea. I have no yeah. idea. Like I did not see a problem with it. It was fine the way I thought it. But then like everyone I know was fine with it. Yeah, it was like diehard fucking douchebags online, but everyone I know, like personally, had no problem with that ending. So yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, because like I said to that is like I'm curious to why so many people fucking hate it. Yeah, no, like yeah, you 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 would be one of those douchebags. I would be one of those douchebags. Sign a petition, redo the ending, redo a whole season. (laughs) I I don't think I've ever wanted anyone to redo a season if I didn't like the ending. It's just. I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any series that I actually watched the whole thing that I didn't like. Like I loved. Breaking Bad, like, I yeah. thought that was awesome, like... Yeah, no, like, I really, like I said, like, uh, the, then there's shit I forgot about, too, like, fucking, I, I kind of want to rewatch it, because there's shit like Hodor, that motherfucker was crazy, like, that dude, once you find out what his story was, like, he just seems like a reread of you, he just seems like this big, dumb, fucking idiot, like, uh, but he's totally not, totally not, once you find out what his story is, you're, like, sad, you're fucking, you feel bad for him, like, it's fucking crazy, crazy, crazy shit, but, uh, yeah, don't you just hate buying the process of condoms? Yes. Bob, the process of buying condoms, Slim. Why'd you say yes? Why don't you correct me for my wrong fucking etiquette? Because you're never you're speech? never wrong even Damn when you're Damn right, wrong. shut the fuck up. <laughs> don't you just hate the process of buying condoms, the awkwardness, the judging looks, and even worse, running out at the worst time. Nothing screams, hey, everybody, look at me. I'm planning to get laid over here. Or having the old lady stare you down like you're about to commit a crime. Well, when you buy your condoms or you buy your groceries, that's what you get, motherfuckers. The fact is, condom buying should not be that hard. The whole reason you buy them is to protect yourself and your partner. At Mount Mojo, we have the fun way to buy condoms. Our premium Mount Mojo condom subscriptions let you tailor a discreet package that fits your lifestyle. You can set up a monthly or one-time subscription package in 6, 12, or 24 packs. Delivered straight to your house. Monthly subscriptions get free shipping. Right, Slim? That's right. Fuck yeah. Never deal with that awkward feeling again. We also have cool, fun fucking apparel like t-shirts and boxer shorts with pockets. And they're also donating 1% of all sales to health centers and universities in the form of condoms. Fucking forever, bitches. So fucking go there. Go to uh, mtmojo.com. Use promo code RSMOJO and get 10% off apparel and swag. Get your mojo on. Anything else, Slim? No. Nope. Damn right. You fucking didn't have anything else. I knew that. I, I'm like Adrian Veidt. I, Fight. I have been watching shit. Bar Rescue. Uh, Bar Rescue is badass. Oh, is that like fucking, yeah, like fucking... The, dude, that just goes in and starts yelling at people, and he's like, I'm gonna fix your bar. Gordon Ramsay? He's kind of, like, but he's like Gordon, the bar, oh, he's like the bar version of Gordon Ramsay, but it's not Gordon, Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay? Uh, John Taffer. He's like an older dude. Oh. Like, just if goes it's not in Gordon Ramsay, I don't want to see the shit. I don't want to see the John shit. John Taffer is pretty funny. No, he's not. He just yells at people. He stinks. He fucking sucks. Cleans up bars, man. Yeah, well, fucking Gordon Ramsay <laughs> did that with fucking restaurants. And he fucking had Hell's Kitchen. And he's fucking British. Is this guy British? No. No, exactly. So fuck you and fuck your fucking shit show. <laughs> you fucking watch. Oh, my God. What's, what's next week going to be? Fucking Cupcake Wars? <laughs> cupcake Wars. We're going on break. 
This is Hollywood actor Steve Uh And I'm appearing with the delightful scumbags, uh, Rob and Slim. Rob's the old one. Is Rob the old one? Yes. Yes. Rob's the old one. <laughs> <laughs> He's like 75. <laughs> How did you meet the boys? Did you just go by a school one day? I was, I was, at, the, I was at the bus stop. <laughs> we, we all met when me and Slambo were in seventh grade. I had a lot of candy, Steve. <laughs> he had Pokemon cards. Yeah. He, he learned us in. Did you have a puppy? Oh, I have a quick story. The box you. had three. Three puppies, but my dick was inside. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night, or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend. Check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. (laughs) Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Just so you know, this show is about scary stuff. So don't say I didn't warn you guys. And remember, don't be scared. Murderous Miners brings true tales of children who have killed. Premeditated murders, accidental killings and deaths. From toddlers to 18-year-old killers, no one is too young to take a life. Join me, War Baby, as I try to tell these stories of the young who've killed, the lives they took, and even the ones who've been left behind. Why do children kill? What do we do with young killers? And do they kill again? Until next time, don't be scared. You're the fucking blame. You got to do the things? Yeah. Why? You're not in it. It's Frankie. Now, what the fuck is that? 
Oh, uh, all right. After I like Frankie Helga, Helga Singer. Yeah, one of the best. Yeah. Uh, fuck yeah, motherfucker. Oh, uh, you got your read ready? I do. For right. once, I don't have to go <laughs> shuffling around the cabinet to get it. It'd be the perfect time since you have nothing to do for a few minutes. <laughs> right. All right. Frankie sings the hits. Oh, I didn't know if that was a laugh or a fucking. Oh, cough. it was like a choke. Like oh. it was good. like it was like a cough. Yeah, and I like pushed back because I didn't want to <laughs> cough into the mic. <laughs> cool, cool story, bro. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna mute my mic now. Yes, it's fucking saw yeah. you for the rest of the show. For the rest of the show, it's <laughs> saw you. <laughs> Now it's time for Frankie Sings the Hits with your host with the most, Frankie Tube Stakes. Uh, untitled by Eminem. Nah, man, not quite finished yet. Wahoo. Girl, I think you might, might have tried to pull a motherfucking fast one. I'm mad. You just hurt my goddamn feeling, and that was the last one I had. Does this look like an arcade trying to play games? See the saw blades? See the silhouette of a stalker in your walkway? Uh, better cooperate or get sautéed and rotisseried while you're hogtied. MCs get so quiet, you can hear a motherfucking dog whistle when I walk by. Uh, cult Seavers on a mule, stunting on that ass like the fucking fall guy. I don't guess my Mercedes after midnight, I treat it like a mogwai. Cause it will turn into a gremlin and run over kids, women, and men. Vrim vrim, motor so big you can fit a midget in its engine. Bitch, give me them digits, why you cringing? <clears throat> Not by the hair on my chinny chin chin. Will I spend even 10 cents on you since when? Do you think it's gonna cost <clears throat> me a pretty penny? Shit. If I think a penny's pretty, just imagine how beautiful a quarter is to me. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe, catch an Eskimo by his toe. <clears throat> Why he's trying to roll a snowball, but don't make him lose his cool, cause if he hollers, better let him go, y'all. <clears throat> you don't own me. Now here we go. Go, go. Get up, baby, get a move on. Like a U-Haul. You can rack your brains like pool balls. You won't ever think of this shit. Yeah, honey, you called. Well, here I come. Havoc on the beat. I reek it. Evil, I hear. Uh, you see here and speak it. Lady, put your money on Frankie. Fuck that other weak shit. <clears throat> put all your eggs in the same basket. You can count every fucking motherfucking chicken for it hatches. Because you can bet your ass that we're going to get a Kraken. <clears throat> like the Kraken and Titans. When they're clashing, get your brains bashed in. So bad, you're gonna have Kurt Cobain asking. To autograph a blood-stained napkin. Unfashionable. And about as rational as a rash on a fag's asshole. Now let's take that line. Running up the flagpole with Elton. See if he's cool with it. Don't stand there and look stupid at me. Bitch, I ain't in the mood for this shit. Get my dick. Google it till it pops up. Y'all are so motherfucking full of shit that you're stopped up. 
Me, I'm always shitting diarrhea of the mouth till your speakers crap out. Huh, what? <clears throat> Drizz, you got a hot butt like a lit cigarette. Lit cigarette, but you won't get a hot fudge sundae from me. So do not strap my waist, slut, because you don't own me. Now, here we go. Go, go. And now that I got your panties in a bunch and your bowels in an uproar, I'm going to show you why I came so you stop asking me. What the fuck for? <clears throat> now look, you little slut con whore. <clears throat> I know. You want more. Bitch, it's back. It's time to put the tube back in the tube sticks because I'm a fucking problem. <clears throat> Run, boy. Every flow that I got it mastered. So every last word that you fucking fags heard comes straight from the fish's ass. Yeah, in other words, I'm a bastard. <clears throat> Looking at me like I killed Kenny. Gas in the tank. Yeah, still plenty. No morals are instilled in me, so remorse. I really don't feel any. Eat your heart out, Hannibal. Understandable. Why you're jealous, fucking animal. I got cannibal magnetism. Can't resist me. <clears throat> now can you, ho? Frankie, I don't understand your flow. Understand my flow, bitch. I flow like Troy Pomaw's hair, boy. Don't you try to follow and compare, boy. I'm raw, Driz. You ain't even medium rare, boy. Stay the fuck out of my hair, boy. You can look, you can stare and point, but you can't touch. Unto your clairvoyance. I don't get it, man. Is there a void? All this weak shit. What am I on steroids? Well, bitch, I'm back for the. It's some shit for that ass. And your trunk. Elephant hemorrhoids. And remember, boys, you don't know me. Now, here we go. Go, go, go. Thank you for coming out. Hope you enjoyed the show. Until next time. Peace. Awesome. That was really good. That's a long one, too. Those are rough sometimes, man. I struggle with those real fucking long ones. I don't. Yeah, no, you did great, but I I struggle. Like, towards the end, it's like, oh. Yeah. Uh, All right. Cool. TMR. TMR. What is it? It's for the for honeys. The yes, I forgot what it was. Until I saw for the honeys. It's a good one. Make sure my volume's raised. Too many rapes. Time rape is for the honeys. Here we go. Raise it up, bitches. Raise the roof. Here we go. Rape force ascended from ancient Greece, leaving them with an outbreak of warts never before seen in history. They hit the time circuits and arrived in 453 A.D. at the height of the Hunnic Empire. After not heeding Doc's advice and attempting to travel back in time before they blew up the Earth to save it, Rape Force is now stuck jumping from year to year in hopes of finding the parts they need to fix their faulty particle accelerator and Kugelblitz. It's a race against time. No, it's a rape against time. They're time rapists. Too Many Rapes is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Captain, we've arrived in the year 453 AD in Central Europe. The most important piece of shit here is named Attila the Hun. My database 
says he loves ripping off people's limbs and loves raping and pillaging Roman cities. Uh, uh, yawn, baby. So he's basically just a dumbed-down version of Greaser. Uh, let's go to my cabin. I'm gonna fuck your perfect little holes till uh, till I fucking come in all of them, and we can do the rest of the drugs from Elvis's house. Aye, aye, Captain. Dicks ahoy. Yo, yo. Did the fembot say there's honeys here? Yeah. <laughs> no, you dipshit. She said that Attila the Hun is a savage and he runs this place. And he's a real fucking cunt or something. <laughs> yeah. That's what I just said, motherfucker. Maybe this song will teach you a few things. Why do I do it? Why do I do everything that I do? I do it for the honeys. And I'm not talking about those hot chicks, the ones with the really big boobs that go bounce, bounce, bounce. No, I'm talking about the huns. Yeah, the fucking huns, you know, like Attila the Hun. Man, he's got a big dick, a really big fucking dick. When people aren't watching me, I use my private time machine and I go back and get raped by Attila the Hun all the time and it's fucking amazing, it's like the greatest thing. You don't know what it's like. I might be lying about all that, but maybe, maybe today will be the day that I get to get raped by Attila the Hun. Oh, I can't wait, I hope. Now who's gonna go out with me and get some sweet honeys? Oh, doctor, want to go watch him get legs ripped off and raped? <laughs> that sounds great, Greaser, old buddy. Let's go right now. Greaser and Daxter followed Phantom Boner into the heart of the Hunnic Empire and entered Attila the Hun's castle, where Phantom Boner approached him. When Attila spoke, he couldn't understand any of the words he said. Yo, yo, yo! I don't know what the fuck you just said in that stupid fucking language of yours, but you're a real sexy honey. Yeah. <laughs> Attila being sent into a blind rage instantly, beat Phantom Boner almost to death and raped him. Then he dressed him in a dress and put a ring on his finger. Phantom Boner turned and spoke to Greaser and Daxter with a horrible slur from the beating. Yow, yow, yow. Now that's how you get honey, you can't. I get May. And we're all gonna be jelly I fuck. Forty minutes later, Attila the Hun had a huge wedding ceremony where he wed Phantom Boner, then raped him at the altar while disgusting savages sacrificed goats and shit like that all around them. 
After that, Attila made a toast, drank his chalice of wine, which was followed by him getting a horrible nosebleed and dropping dead from the poison. The Huns were instantly enraged, thinking that Phantom Boner did it. So they chased Daxter, Greaser, and him. As they ran frantically back to Rape Force One, Phantom Boner turned back and screamed at them. Yo, yo, yo! That's too many rapes, but not too many honeys! Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Ugh. Uh, Jesus fucking Christ, Driz, what are you eating, you piece of shit? Yo, yo, Frankie, where did you get this delicious gum? You're a dumb piece of shit, those are condoms, and now I have to order more. You would know that if you weren't a virgin. Yo, yo, those were more like condyums. Shut up and give me your credit card now so I can order more at mtmojo.com. They have subscriptions, they give you, you order stuff, you order condoms, and six, 12, or 24 packs. They come to your house, stupid. They, they give free shipping on monthly subscriptions, too, and have clothes and shorts and stuff. And they donate, they donate 1% of all profits. Do you, do you donate anything? Yeah. Well, that's not anything to do with this. Uh, check them out today at mtmojo.com. Use promo code RSMOJO to get 10% off apparel and swag. Yo, yo, Frankie. The one in your garbage can tastes even better. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yo, I only had one drink tonight, and I'm like, I'm stone cold sober. Oh, I, was I thought you were going to say you were just like full. No, I'm just like, I'm sober, Holy so it's God. really hard um, doing the Driz character sober. Why? And it's funny because uh, I had, had a buddy over the weekend. Uh, I was telling um, his friend about my show, and he's like, yeah, I don't know how he does it. He's fucking wasted every time, but like, I don't know how I can do it sober. Like, this is this is rough. Why you you got to be Why like drunk. A... Oh, uh, oh, that's just hard fucking things to do. But yeah, yeah, it's it. I, I'm not because it's because it's very you, you know. It's, it takes some time to mix everything. Just you know, fucking that's drink why. it straight. Don't be a pussy. I be can't like drink it straight. <laughs> Go get your full alcohol. I never want to be like Slimbo. <laughs> Neither does he. But he is, and he'll be back next week. All right. What uh? Start drinking. Uh, just what do I got there? I got some sweet vermouth. I got. I didn't some, ask. Uh, I just said to start drinking. Uh, some cherry juice. Nice. Yeah, drink it. I actually got to be honest, no, and yeah. I'm probably going to sound really dumb for this, but I don't even know what timeshare is. You're getting a timeshare, then. <laughs> I'm going to sign getting you up. Time share. Oh, <laughs> All right. I know a guy. <laughs> Good old timeshare Slim over there. <laughs> yeah. What do you want? You want to go to Cabo? I got a place for you in Cabo. 2500 a year. That sounds good. <laughs> sign him up. Hey, it's Ryder, your favorite little phone sex doll. Let's get real for a moment. When was the last time you had a girl down on her knees worshipping your fucking perfect cock? Over on Night Flirt, my friends and I, we take really, really good care of you. We are real girls offering real connections over the phone and through personal messaging. We have it all. Whether you're looking for dirty talk, role plays, or even just a friend to talk to, call me. Don't worry. Your wife, your girlfriend, your friends, they're never going to find out. 
Nothing will ever show up on your phone bill, so you can be sure your dirty little secrets are safe with me. Sign up for nightflirt.com. And if you hit me up on Twitter at FlirtRiderDoll and let me know that you heard me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes for you to get a hold of the perfect little cocksucker of your dreams. The Childhood Home A stroll down memory lane for some, for others a window into the darkness of the past. Lost Hollow Constable Graham Gordon just walked through the door of his abandoned childhood home for the first time in 20 years. Now he may never escape. From the mind of horror author Isaac Thorne comes a brand new novel of dark terror. The Gordon Place. Family means never having to say you're sorry. Available from IsaacThorne.com and retailers everywhere. Hey, I'm Jack. And I'm Christina. And we're the hosts of the Just Conversation podcast. A show where we critically think and discuss all sorts of exciting topics. From the big pressing issues like artificial intelligence, space exploration, and government takeovers. To the small ones like pollution and Pokemon, time traveling cat people, and the portal we found in my backyard. And we misinform all the time. Yeah, it's great. We're uncensored, politically incorrect, and childish. Catch us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and all your podcasting apps. And remember to take nothing personal. It's just conversation. Teenagers shot while waiting with stepmom at the bus stop. That sounds like an evil stepmom, right, Chris? Yeah. That's why you gotta have a real mom, right? That's what I'm saying. She's gonna just drive you to school. That stepmom's gonna get you shot at the bus stop, bitches. Yeah. Houston police said two teenagers were shot late Sunday while waiting at the bus stop on the southwest side, but they, they didn't have stepmom in that sentence. The shooting was reported at 10.25 p.m. at Bob Brooklyn. Brooklade near Derry Ashford, according to the Houston Police Department. That's a, that's a whole department of police, right, Chris? Yeah. Y'all fucking stepmommy was good at dodging bullets and shit. She got her stepsons yeah. killed. They're shot at least, right? Yeah, and she hid behind like a rock or something. The victim suffered injuries to their legs, police said. That's not a good feeling in your legs, I would assume, right, Triz? Nah, that shit fucking hurts. Have you ever gotten Triz a shot in the leg? Yeah, dressed a lot of times in the leg. How many times? Like about 10. Why am I not anymore? Yeah, because I cut myself off after 10. I was like, that's enough drizzles for me. You ever drizz when it's limp? And you're just covered in sweat in the middle of August at 3 in the morning? Watch a little tranny drizz videos? (laughs) Everyone's done that, right, Drizz? Detectives are still looking into the shooting and questioning the stepmom as they should about the incident. She's the only bitch that fucking knows a real incident, right, Driz? Yeah. You question that stepmom. You shake that stepmom down, right? That's all I'm saying. You Driz on her back, right? So she thinks you're done. You go, why are you better at dodging bullets than your kids? Yeah. And then she turns around and you Driz in her face, for real. Yeah. You just spit on her back, right, Driz? That's all I'm saying. 
That's she didn't get her money's worth then. What's she paying well, you for? You mean she didn't pay me a lot? A description of the suspect. The uh, suspect has not been released because that stepmom's doing covering up some shit, right? She probably fucking those guys. She's like, I'll fuck you if you s shoot my stepsons. Right, Driz? You can call the Crime Stoppers if you want, Driz. At 713-222-TIPS. You ever drizzle on a tip? Yeah, I always drive up drizzle on tips. I'm gonna fucking call him and be like, That's the Yo. best way to get drizzle, right out of the tip, right, Driz? <laughs> Damn right, Driz. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Drunken man arrested after injuring a horse while riding it on a Dallas highway, Driz. What do you think about that? I think that's a shitty fucking horse. That horse uh, got a shit shit end of the fucking Driz, Drizzle stick, right? I found that. The man's been arrested in downtown Dallas after witnesses say he was riding a horse drunk. Is that the wrong way to ride a horse, Driz? That's the only way you ride that's a horse. That's what I was going to say. I fucking ride a horse sober. Becky's hope uh. horse. Who the fuck is Becky? Well, they said they were called in. On East Ledbetter to pick up an injured horse. They said policeman told him the man, who has not been identified, has been riding a horse on the highway. Is that abuse of a horse, Driz? Nah, I thought all right. I think you ride that goddamn horse anyway. I think if that horse wasn't just a pussy, he'd have been Ooh. fine. I thought the horse wasn't drunk. That horse, you know, Ooh. exactly. You didn't get that horse drunk. Ooh. Would you drizzle on a drunk horse? Of course I would. Fuck yeah, you would. Ooh. It's unknown at this time how the horse was injured. But an investigation of the way. Maybe he just like was drunk and threw up on the horse's back on the mane in the hair. Is that what it's called? On the that's neck a pretty. Head? That's a pretty bad injury. You ever throw up on a man's Ooh. neck hair, Driz? Yeah, of course I have. All What's the, the hairiest the man you've ever thrown up on? His name was Big Hair. I, I I went to a shop and I was like, "Yo, give me my hairiest man. Give me your hairiest Where's man." Where's the hairy man like, shop? It's on the road. Ooh. How do you get to that road? On you your horse? On your high horse? You can only get to it on your horse. Gotta take a left and then a right, and it's right there. That's the best way to injure a horse, right, Driz? Yeah, going to the hairy horse shop, man, or something. What if you threw up on his tail? That wouldn't be as bad, right? He could just fucking shake his ass and get yeah. the puke off his tail. That yeah, that was the problem. The throb got all in its eyes and shit. Yeah. Can't see. Throb got injured. That horse had puke in his eyes. For the win? Yeah, pukey horse eyes. That sounds like a new Driz song! <laughs> I wanna hear it right now! I wanted that song! Are you gonna produce that song? Yeah, sometimes it takes me a little bit to come up with a song, you know? That's cause you're not drinking enough! Yeah. Hey, Ryan, you gotta drink, get on your horse, you bag of shit! Sip your drink! Pukey my horse eyes! <laughs> Fuck that pukey horse. Ah, uh, is that playing? Asante County women who threw a two-month-year-old in the crib convicted of murder, Driz. Yeah, how else do you put the kid in a crib? That's you gotta throw it in. Get in that crib, two-month-old. Yeah. You throw it, right, Driz? Yeah. For the win. Yeah, that kid was just weak. A 26-year-old. Central Minnesota woman has been convicted of killing a two-month-year-old by forcibly throwing the boy into the crib. Yeah. That sounds like old-school parenting to me, right, Trace? That's what I'm saying. She shy, was taking a shot, like hitting a basket. Shy hand hentages, and she was so shy, why she throwing babies? 
I'm bragging about it in the news like this. Abraham was found guilty last week in a bench trial. Was that different than any other trial, Jace? Yeah, a bunch of hairy guys on the bench. Shirtless. Yeah. What, you drizzle all over their backs? Yeah, of course I would. No hair yeah. off my backs of the hairy man on the bench. Was found guilty last week in a bench trial of second-degree murder in connection with the April 2017 death of Eli Arabs Hontagus. It's a lot of, yeah. lot of stuff. I don't really see the problem here. She got the kid in the crib. Well, she's in jail in lieu of $250,000 of bail ahead of a sentencing schedule February 20th. You got a long way to go, right, Tris? You got a good point there, Tris. While uh, this was a very difficult case for everybody involved, we want to thank everybody who helped bring justice to the infant. The dead infant, right, Tris? That's all I'm saying. He ain't alive no more. He ain't nothing going to bring that baby alive. Bring the baby back for Christmas, for Christmas. How many points does it get in your baby Could in the you crib? Could you drizzle and bring it back to life? Yo, I can't divulge that information. Do you have any uh, yeah. stem cells to drizzle on the kid? Yeah, I'm all out of stem cells. I sold them. Yeah. To who? To a hairy man. We want to thank everybody for bringing this goddamn dead baby to fucking justice. The sheriff's office said in a statement, that's a very good statement, Driz. It takes a village to raise a child, but only one dumb cunt to kill it. Right, Tris? Yeah, stop laughing. Yeah. Go down. Stop showing it that baby. It's too cute. Is that his baby dead? I don't want to laugh at that. Nah, that's all alive, baby. That's before I was killed. That's baby alive. Wow. What? That's awful. <laughs> what a piece of shit. <laughs> Where's Tris? Where's the celebrity news? Where's my chips? It's the only time I eat chips in the show. You got no chips? Oh, I think my roommate ate them all. He just finished <laughs> oh, the rest of them. I hope they gave him like diarrhea, like bloody diarrhea. Hope he has He's fucking hemorrhoids. <laughs> fucking piece of shit. What does he do? Just sit in his room and cough and eat fucking chips? No, he's just, he's just doing like schoolwork. Hey, he's like going to school. He sucks. <laughs> he sucks. Get a new roommate, Chris. <laughs> Where's celebrity news? Where is it? I got it here. No, I'm looking for the fucking thing. Here we go. We got it. Go down. Juice World. Walmart. It's down. Go to that Juice World. I think that's the one. All right, get rid of the other Juice Maybe. World. Maybe. Right, go well. back to the stories and shut your fucking mouth. Lizzo. Lizzo. All right. This is Slim Celebrity Gossip News. Oh, yeah. What's going on, guys? This is Slim, and I have some celebrity news and gossip for you tonight. Juice World allegedly popped pills before Caesars. 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 Uh, feds found find 70 pounds marijuana. Uh, the private jet Juice World, the private jet Juice World flew on to Chicago, was loaded down with 70 pounds of marijuana, and cops say people on the plane told them the rapper had popped several pills. Why are they ratting him out? Uh, Pop several pills prior to, prior to suffering, suffering seizures. seizures. Suffering seizures, Driz. Seizures. Am I right? Yeah. 
Law enforcement sources tell TMZ the FBI confiscated the huge stash of weed from several suitcases that were on board the flight. We obtained this photo of the marijuana and uh, luggage in the private jet terminal at Midway. Suffering seizures, am I right? Yeah. That's a lot, a lot of, of fucking weed. <laughs> According to law enforcement, several members of Juice's team uh, aboard the flight, which landed around 1 a.m. Sunday, told them Juice had taken several unknown pills prior to the seizures, which led to him getting rushed S- to a hospital. Suffering seizures, right, Juice? Yeah. Further, we're uh, told one of Juice's associates told authorities the 21-year-old rapper has a pre- Percocet. Percocet problem. Our law, and, uh, law enforcement sources also say a bottle of codeine cough syrup was found on the plane. For the win. Juice has admitted abusing lean or codeine cough yeah. syrup in the past and taking prescription pills like Percocet. Uh, his cause of death hasn't been determined. Then why are you laughing at him? Suffering seizures, Driz. Yeah. yeah, I'm not laughing. He dead. Yeah. <laughs> His cause of death hasn't been determined. His cousin's death? His, cousin, his cousin's death? His cousin's death hasn't been determined. I don't give a shit about his cousin. Where's Juice coming back? Why are you fucking single? <laughs> who the fuck is Juice? Juice World. I have no clue who he is. Juice is not a Juice World song. Really? Yeah, he died. I guess uh, he popped all the pills. And I mean, I'm not. seizures. Sad. Sorry, Juice. Uh, we're he looks <laughs> severely out of shape in that photo. He He's got a Percocet gut. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised he's dead of an no, overdose. Nope. No. Not surprised at all. Two men, Chris Long and, and Harry Henry Dean D. Longer, were arrested for possession of handguns. <laughs> what does that have to do with uh, they Juice were, World? They were protecting his Juice World drugs. Oh, Who the fuck would, why would you have two men with two guns protecting his Juice World drugs? Three guns in total, so yeah. one of the dudes had, had two, two guns, guns. Double guns, bitches. <laughs> Dean, Dean was, was released without bail. And Long is out after $1,500 bail. That's what you get because you only had one gun, Long. Yeah, Dean had the two guns. Dean was a dick. <laughs> Dean was like, double guns, cops. You ain't getting this shit. Oh, he's dead. Okay, take it. Fuck yeah. What? Walmart yanks cocaine Santa. Uh, Sorry we let it blow. Let it blow. What? Uh, Santa Claus doing lines of coke on your holiday sweater is not what Walmart's all about. Why not? I want (laughs) that goddamn sweater now. They need to just own up for it. I didn't know about that sweater right now. And now I want it, and now it's not available at Walmart. They need to just own up to that shit because there is no way you mistakenly stopped that. He's got three lines on the table. He'd just be like, we thought it was cool. Like, whatever, we're competing with Spencer's. We're not doing a coke. We're just a sweater. It's a sweater that says let it snow and Santa doing lines. Santa Claus doing lines. That's it. A sort of depicting a crazed Claus gripping a straw, getting ready to dive into three lines of cocaine was being peddled on Walmart's website. How else is he going to deliver those presents? He's got to get (laughs) right. (laughs) He needs that energy. Once pissed off, uh, shoppers pointed out the clear drug records. I feel like, like Walmart shoppers is like ninety-eight-nine point nine 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 percent drug addicts. I think so too. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's what I heard what I from heard. an inside source. What else? What else happened? The company pulled it from its online shelves and issued a mea culpa. 
What's uh, that? I don't even know what that I fucking is. I thought that is. was the like, guy who ran uh, Disney, Maricopa. Maricopa. Uh, the excuse, Walmart says the sweater was being sold in Canada by... It's Canada's uh, it's fault. It's their fault. Fuck uh, so them. In Canada by they a third party. They this shit in. Adding the yeah. garment's message doesn't reflect their values. In other words, this well, where one... Where can I find the goddamn fucking sweater cracks. at this point? I want the fucking sweatshirt. Canada. This is switched, slipped through they the... They got all the cool bullshit. sweaters up there in Canada. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Uh, well, Walmart can't explain away is the product description was reportedly pretty explicit. The best snow comes straight from South America. Damn right. Damn and right. That's not enough. Wink. How about this fa- phrasing? Santa really likes to savor the moment when he gets his hands on some quality grade A Colombian snow. Damn right. They the knew what they would do. Oh, yeah. They fucking approved it. I always think like shit like this was like, this was on purpose. Like, oh, yeah, somebody's going to get mad and then we're going to be Just in the news. Just publicity, and yeah. Well, publicity. Inappropriate, yes. Kind of uh, friggin' hilarious, also, yes. yes. But available at Walmart, that's a negative, Snow Rider. What? I don't know. That's a th- <laughs> to Lizzo. What did Lizzo do? Lizzo takes a crack at dancing like the Laker girls. Okay. It's a thong of beauty. Is it? Yes. Uh, Lizzo damn near blew the lid off Staples Center when she twerked her butt off. Uh, it all went down Sunday night during a break at the Timberwolves-Lakers game while the Laker uh, girls were performing to the rapper's famous track, Juice. Lizzo got all hyped up, rapping along before going ham. Would you fuck Oh my god, juice? she's gross. <laughs> Y'all, my kind of it's girl. It's like the flattest, <laughs> fattest ass. <laughs> it is flat. Like, it's gross. It's this big fucking... Ugh. Uh, it, was she it looks that? like a globe. She her ass, her ass just, just looks like the fucking earth. Like her ass is ass. She's just wearing a big fucking t-shirt with a hole in her. Look, ass. I was just gonna point right. out the hole. Did she win? Holy fuck! She was ready. Look at the guy. The guy's just like rolling his she, eyes. She paid extra money for the hole uh, there. And there's uh, a hole in her fishnets on her ass. Yep. Uh, Lizzo, who was oh. uh, sitting out uh, courtside, was right there. On the jumbotron for all to enjoy, <laughs> dancing before turning around Talking and about pu- a putting on a twerk show, oh. probably displaying a black thong and fish night net tights. The crowd went absolutely nuts. Uh, BTW during an BT interview Dubs. with uh, Fox Sports, Lizzo shoots her shot at T Wolves star Carl Anthony Towns. Lizzo loves her some cat, like a lot. Damn right. Yeah. Uh, not to be outdone, the Lakers steamrolled past the T-Wolves. So uh, it was in their favor that she showed a fat, flat ass. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Uh, season high, 50 points. Yep, maybe Lizzo's a good luck BB charm. That's right. Would you fuck her in the BB charms? Yeah, I'm going to give it to her real good in her BB charm. What the fuck is that? Like a coffee with a lemon in it? That's fucking, that's cool. What? Yeah, she's drinking like a fucking coffee. It's got a lemon in it. Yeah. Doesn't look like coffee. Yeah, it's like I think it's a coffee. Yeah, I figured she'd be drinking like fucking chicken grease. Chicken so grease fat. with the lemon yeah. <laughs> slice. <laughs> That's kind of yeah. I think you're right. That does look like chicken grease in a cup. Is there any extra stories? Um, Chris Cornell. All right. He dead. Chris yeah. Cornell widow sues Soundgarden. Uh, alleges unpaid royalties, strong arming. Well, he's dead. You can't yeah. pay a dead man, right, Driz? Yeah, I thought I'm saying. I thought you were going to say, yeah, that's all you ever fucking say. Yeah. You want to check Pony? <laughs> the 
relationship between Chris Cornell's widow and yeah, I make like rap songs and stuff. Is uh, more than one trick. Days to say Uh, the least, because she's suing over money to the rights of seven unreleased recordings, so they didn't release them. So how could there be any money? Vicky Cornell uh, filed legal docs claiming the remaining members of Soundgarden are withholding hundreds of thousands of dollars in royalty to her and Chris's minor children. So they're mining? They're, they're digging in mines? That's what it says. He should have provided for his <laughs> fucking dirty mining children. Yes. <laughs> she, bro- what? She calls the move an unlawful attempt to strong arm Chris. A yeah, well, so was making over- kids do mine work. Uh, that's what I'm saying. You dumb bitch. Uh, certain audio recordings created by Chris before he passed away. Don't they have a Filipino man now instead of Chris? I don't know. Is that is, is that, that the, the guy they replaced? He doesn't look sober. He doesn't look any less. He doesn't look any less fucked up than Chris. He's got fucking bugged out, fucking drug addict eyes. He's probably got a weak chin covered by that beard. However, Soundgarden's claims, it's claiming Chris and other members have been working on collaborative efforts. So it's collaborative money, right, Chris? Yeah. It's also uh, listing various members of uh, co-songwriters, so we got to pay the co's. Co fucking Kane. Black Hole Sun. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know. Soundgarden do anything else. I just know Black no. Hole Sun. That's no. it. <laughs> Nothing. They else. should be getting some of that. His Chris Cornell's family needs some Black Hole Vicky's Sun money. Not buying it. Yeah, he's got minor Sun money. That's minor <laughs> Sun money is not as good as Black Hole Sun money. But uh, Vicky's not buying it or the Black Hole and wants the judge to declare Chris's estate the sole owner of the unreleased tracks. So she's saying the other guys did nothing? That fucking cunt. Her and her minor children need to just take a bath. Stop being such dirty little dirty miners. Dirty minor, yeah. That's what I'm saying. We've reached out to Soundgarden, but no word, no word yet back. Yeah, because they don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, fuck you. We got this fucking other drug addict. We got this Filipino drug addict now. Fucking good luck in your minds, bitch. Where's break time? Where's break stuff? We'll be back. We'll be back. With who? Divina Cower. Cool. Why didn't you know? Because the only fucking shit prep you did was a half-ass thing you didn't even know. Oh, the, uh... Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-648-9172. 800-648-9172. 800-648-9172. 800-648-9172. That's 800-648-9172. 
Ben, why should anybody listen to Blockbuster Mentality? I mean, seriously, why should any of these people that we've interrupted while they're listening to their favorite podcast check us out or even turn off this show and go straight to our show? That's a great question, Dave. People should listen to us because we point out the most important details of movies and television. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about the really important stuff like Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru in Star Wars. What exactly are their living quarters underground? But it's not just that, Ben. We produce high quality audio. That is exactly right, Dave, because we will have my daughter interrupt us on every single episode. <laughs> and we have an amazing stars in popcorn rating system we measure on quality and entertainment value. Listen to Blockbuster Mentality every Monday on all major podcast platforms. And connect with us on Twitter at BlockbusterCast. So grab some popcorn, grab some snacks, we'll catch you guys. At the movies! Rob and Social, we're back with Davina Cower, correct? Hi, everybody. Hey, Davina. Uh, speaker and founder of Sexy Brilliant, correct? Yes. Cool, cool. And what is Sexy Brilliant brand? So Sexy Brilliant comes across because of um, my years of struggling with an addiction. And um, dating addiction at that. What is it? With dating, with a dating addiction. Oh, okay. And uh, when I was very lonely and depressed and almost suicidal, like, you know, would be texting people, men, and they'd ask me, how are you? I would turn around and say, always sexy, always brilliant. And it was an affirmation to kind of bring up my spirit, to be everything that society, parent, culture tells you not to be. Just to be sexy and be brilliant. So, what is a, a a dating addiction? Does that mean like you constantly wanted to go on a date with a different man, or uh, just um, like affection? Well, it, so after my arranged marriage ended, I mm. ended up on various dating apps. I read that, including yeah, including Craigslist, and. Really, at some point in my life, I would get high from having anonymous, anonymous um, conversations with men or people who people I thought who were men, um, and it was it was a very dark period in my time in my life because at one point I was suicidal, but at the other, on the other hand, I was getting high from these these strangers. Who were just having, you know, who I'm having conversation with, yeah. in the idea, it would be hope of obviously finding love or um, affection or sex or whatever you call it. It's all a package, and um, and it was through, you know, through it went on for about six months, maybe a year, and through this period, I realized that, you know, I'm a first of all, it was only through therapy and through intense inner work that I realized I'm actually an addict. Who's getting high from these strangers? From the interaction, what uh, is that? What caused the uh, the arranged marriage end? Because I've never heard of an arranged marriage ending. I've always heard that that's that that they <laughs> like. I've heard people say they work better than like other you know our like our marriages. Well, I'm born and raised in India, so you know this is what we do. Like fifty percent of the population has an arranged marriage where. You know, it's it's an arrangement. Yeah. And uh, no, my, no, my arranged marriage ended, and then I went. Then I ended up on Craigslist. Okay. And that, it was. That's a problem. It was just, um, and in fact, I'm very embarrassed talking about it because it's not something. 
that you want to share. It's your dirty, dark secret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, any marriage, though. Like, I remember when my marriage, I was like, I, I didn't want to, like, I felt like a failure when my marriage ended. Like, yeah, I feel like anybody, anybody going through that is going to is gonna have a, a rough time and go through some stuff. Yeah, it, and it's, you know, I mean, you feel like a failure. But this is the thing. We, we look at failure as a bad thing, right? Like, is it better, for example, and and I'm this is not true. Is it better that my ex husband killed me in the marriage, or is it better that I left the marriage? Mm. You know, so right. so it's it's yeah. and and my ex husband is not like that at all. But this is how we have to look at it. It's not a failure. It's just a part of life. Yeah, and we judge ourselves so harshly. It's it's not. Our people around us, I think we are the ones who are like, I'm a failure, I'm a loser, I couldn't make the biggest relationship of my life work, um, or, I, you know, I lost my job, I'm a failure, I'm a loser, I don't have a university degree, I'm a loser. So these are the stories we tell ourselves, and it's it's time that we let that go because they don't belong to us and they don't make us feel good and healthy about ourselves. Yeah, and they don't define who we are as people. I feel like we could be something else, we could, we could do something else. But you, you're, uh, you're, you're sexy, brilliant. It just seems great. It seems like you want people to just be comfortable with who they are, correct? Self-acceptance. Radical, radical self-acceptance because it's about inner work, self-love. And, and we're, think of it like this. We're not taught, you know, about self-love. It's like it's something outside of ourselves. It's something away. But what is the process of self-love? Yeah. So, um, through all of this struggle and, you know, like, uh, overcoming an addiction, um, what I've realized is that the steps to self-love is more love itself. So, loving our darkness. Accepting everything. Everything that we are. Everything that we are. Our darkness, our lightness, our... You know, let's say let's say the fat side of myself, or the the side that doesn't have money, or the side that constantly gets into disagreements. Um, so loving all parts of ourselves, because no part of you is your own enemy. So it comes from self knowledge and self acceptance, and then moving towards befriending yourself and then loving yourself. I agree with that point too, as being like, uh, as a certain point in age, it's like, this is what you get. This is what you get. If you're good with it, you're good with it. If you're not, it's it's on you. It's on you if you're not good with it. Like, you know, yeah. you know what you're getting. Um, and uh, I wanted to ask you too, what is some of what, uh, I don't know, you you do um, a segment, correct, called Ask Davina, where people send you questions. Yes. What is something like that most people, like, one of the most asked questions you've had, something that most people struggle with. So I, in fact, uh, one of the questions that I recently answered is, is on mental health, where somebody said, um, asked us the question, you know, I'm struggling with mental health, but how do I tell my parents that I'm struggling with mental health? Um, so that's a very, you know, how do you tell somebody that you're struggling? How do you tell somebody close to you that you need help? Um, or how do you, you know, how do you trust people around you when you're going through emotional downs and, and family is so hard to deal with? It's one of the hardest um, people so to ask help from, the people closest to you, I feel like. It's the mm -hmm, hardest thing mm -hmm. to admit to those people that you have those problems. Mm -hmm. 
And um, yeah, so so you know, we answer. I answer business questions, sex questions, love questions, anything and everything is welcome. You know, at Sexy Brilliant, it's about healthy inside out sexuality, emotional health, financial health, spiritual health. So we're we're holistic approach to life and well being. I was going to say, too, like, yeah, not, I, I don't know. I, I don't feel like you're encouraging people. Like, some people you look at and they're just ratchet. Like, some people, like, don't be a slob. At least take care of yourself. Some people you look at and you're like, no, you're you're gross. But, like, <laughs> but, yeah, like, you should accept who you are, but you, sh- I don't know. Some people just, I feel like you, you, you should. You have to, you have to care a little bit about your, yourself. Your right? hair, you yeah, it shouldn't try. be so dry and, and stringy. Like. Well, I would say, I mean, Listen, if I I would say if you shower once a week, you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just try. Just try. Okay, I, I, <laughs> okay, teenagers listening in, shower every day. Some of those teenagers, they're not wearing like deodorant nowadays, I heard. Like that, what? They, yeah, oh that's God. like a whole new movement. Like I'm natural. Ugh, I'm God. hairy and natural. No. Go back to hairless and unnatural. Some of the things. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, <laughs> I, it's great to hear you laugh, Davina. I loved uh, checking out your YouTube and all, uh, just seeing the the work you've done. Uh, what was that group you did with the uh, donations to? In it, was that in South America? Yeah. So um, part of part of what we do at Sexy Brilliant is is me. I mean, me and now, of course, we have a team here. Is we like to give back. So you know, so often we think that giving back is only money. But giving back is time, giving back is, you know, blood, sweat, of course, money. Um, so we all can give back in our own way. So Christmas 2000, last year, um, you know, I'm a full-time single mother, so my, my kids were gone. And I went to Guatemala for volunteer work. And um, and then I went to Rwanda for volunteer work. Wow. And... Yeah, so, and of course, India, because I am from India. My parents live in India. And the one thing that I realized is life is really simple. And, you know, like the people that I worked with, the the families that I um, donated time with, money with, um, was people had like no, forget running water. They were actually drinking water from muddy puddles. And, And you look at this and you're like, wow like really and um it it was so simple and then of course you know uh, the project that i worked with one of the projects that i worked with was to establish healthy drinking water safe clean drinking water um and then um it was about you know building homes and like really poor people or who were just who just didn't have the means to kind of look at the city life and, and we're talking about remote areas so I've done a bit of work like that, and it comes back. And every time I, I do something like that, I'm like, wow, I am so super blessed. I am so thankful for what I have. Yeah. Um, you know, example, just being able to call in and share the story, and um, so it's a little things in life that we can, we should be grateful for. Yeah, you so, did, you never realize how bad some people do have it. Yeah, and and you know, like right now, I ask your audience if. You know, what are you grateful for? Let's ask this from them and, and find out. What are you grateful for? What are you guys grateful for? I want to know that. 
uh, everyday life, I, I, I do like I, 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 yeah, I do a lot of comedy and stuff. But uh, I, I just love seeing somebody interacting with their children and have a good time when they're like at the store or something like that. I, I love just like seeing that moment, just that little moment in a day, and just even with my own children, like I love, I love just laughing mm-hmm. or, or just enjoying enjoying the moment. Slim is mm-hmm. a single gentleman. Yeah, but I, I can say like uh, one of the things I, I am, and this is super corny, but I'm I'm grateful for uh, the the show that we're doing here yeah, that we've been doing for the past too. like, like the six years. We... Like, um, what? Yeah, with the relationships we've developed, the uh, the relationship we've developed together with each other, and just everything about it. Like, um, I'm definitely grateful for that. Um, and you know, it's weird. Like when I was uh, younger, I always had these. Uh, Thoughts of, uh, you know, like what I wanted to be and where I wanted to be when I'm 30. I'm 30 now and I'm kind of, I'm going to admit to you, I'm just in retail, but I'm like a manager in retail and I do this like radio show and I'm, I'm grateful for all that. Like I'm actually content with where I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like, I'm grateful for the ability to just call in and share my story and encourage everyone to embrace themselves for who they are. It's it's therapeutic in, in a way too, just to be able to talk, just to be able to talk about yeah. whatever to you know to whoever you are. And and it's my way of encouraging everybody to embrace their sexiness and their brilliance. You have it. You have a book coming out, right, Davina? Yes, my first book in the Sexy Brilliant series is coming out soon, early next year. That's called Too Fat, Too Loud, and Too Ambitious, correct? Too too Fat, Too Loud, Too Ambitious. And is that things that have been told to you? That, like things you've heard are, people say? Yeah, the, these are things that, um, you know, my so my parents just, they were here from India and they just left. And a couple of days my mom says to me, um, she's like, um, you know, the reason you're single is because you're too ambitious. <laughs> so... I, I looked at her and I said, but this is, you know, Sexy Brilliant is so big. I mean, I work, but I also want to get laid, right? <laughs> so, my mom, <laughs> so my mom's telling me, <laughs> no, I mean, you know, women who are ambitious don't find men. <laughs> oh, just, so, uh, she's saying, like, men find you, I guess. Yeah. But that's it, though. Like, you got to respect your parents. But still, at some point, you are an adult. Like, you are living your life as an adult. Like, Yeah. And it's like, it's like you know, if it were, no, if I were a man who was working so hard, it would be okay. Yes, there um, is also a double standard in the old. Right? In, yeah. In the and, old ways. <laughs> and it's, it's because you're a woman, but you're not the traditional woman. Like, you know, and, and I'm like, yeah, I work too much. And then, you know, it, it's so it's a traditional, it's a different generation. It's, it's about um, the female being the feminine, the homemaker and the, and, you know, a traditional relationship. And then I'm looking at this, I'm like, none of this has happened for me, right? And, yeah. and, I'm, and of course, this is like, you know, this is the fattest I am in my life. And I'm like, I'm so fat, but I'm so sexy and I'm so brilliant. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'm going to stand in front of the stand in the front of the, stand in front of the mirror and say that to myself, sexy and brilliant. <laughs> and um, and this is exactly like the base of the story. It's it's 
um, possibly the world's first ever X-rated self-help book. <laughs> that sounds like it would sell uh, sell amazingly. <laughs> There's no better selling point than that. <laughs> yeah. So as somebody who has a uh, I've read a lot of self-help books in my past. I definitely think they're, I, they've been missing a lot of sex. I in was going to say books. that, or even if I never read a self-help book, I'm like, oh my God, this is the X-rated one. I want this I want one. this, yeah. I want that. That's a selling this point. This is more exciting. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 rather, I rather read that than some guy telling me how like how wonderful his life is because he just wanted something and he got it because that's like how it works. Uh, yeah. It's life. I thought I just, it. I just yeah. thought it. I just kept saying like, this is what my life should be and it fucking happened. That's what I thought that was so great about your your story, Davina. That you have you have actual hardship that you you've you've overcome, like or are yeah, overcoming. I mean, well, it's also acceptance of the fact that you know what I I am horny. I want to get laid. I was on Craigslist. Everybody has needs, though. Yes, people overlook that. People yeah. definitely overlook that or want to brush that aside. No, everybody does have needs. Everybody, as a human or whatever, you have sexuality about you. Like. And, and that's like a, a, an interesting point to bring up about self-help books is it's hard to connect to authors a lot of times who write self-help books because they're trying to portray to you that they're like this Nevada higher problem. being. Yeah. Right, like they're, they're like this next level. So you like coming out and just saying, nah, I'm horny, this is like my life. This yes, is, you that know, like that that's, that's you can relate to that you're yeah. like oh this is a real person like she can actually help me because she understands me you know she's what I mean? addressing her addictions yes and yes I, I think that's an amazing amazing thing to connect with people on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. except i hope my parents never ever get to look at my book or read it <laughs> <laughs> you just lie to them when they ask you like what are you doing you're just like i just Work in retail. I sweep. <laughs> I sweep at the, at the office. Yeah, over there. look at that office. I work. Yeah, there. I clean. I clean that <laughs> office over there. Uh, it, you know what? Um, it's to be to be honest. Like I'm. Like I said, I'm born and raised in India, so it's very sex is very much a taboo. Um, and and here I am, like you know, doing the sexy brilliant and and writing the world possibly the for, world's first X-rated self-help book, and. And sometimes I wonder, what the F am I doing? <laughs> yes. So then it comes, you know, and then I have to remind myself that my purpose is bigger than my fear. That's a great, that's a great outlook on it too. Yeah. Like this is going to help more people than I, then it's going to, it's going to embarrass me, but a little bit maybe, but the outcome can, can help so many more people can help right. so many more people. I saw too, Davina, you um, left a high powered career, right? To walk dogs. I used to. <laughs> yes, that's part of my journey. Um, again, you know, I, I I finished university in Canada, and then I couldn't. I I, I ended up in the banking, um, investment banking, and then to be to looking back, I was just so miserable. I made a lot of money, but I felt such a like such a loser, and. You know, and again, at that point, too, I was, like, depressed, and I was like, I can't do this. What's the point of living? So one day, I decided my marriage ended, my marriage was ending, and I decided to quit everything and just walk dogs for a living. Was it so, almost, um, was that almost therapeutic, just in not dealing with this, the mental stress? You're just doing that. Like, that. I feel like that would be, like, almost a vacation 
compared to you know what? the other thing. It, it felt. It, it, I'm not sure if it felt like that. It was a different kind of. It was not stressful, except like I'm in Canada, so it's always cold. <laughs> you know, <laughs> walking dogs in the snow, minus four hundred degrees. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like smoking a cigarette out in the cold right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> That walk to the car is uncomfortable. Yeah, different challenges. But um, but what happened is through connecting with nature, I was able to heal and I was able to, um, you know, forgive myself, forgive everything that I had done. And that's the hardest part, right? In self-healing, yeah. we forgive everybody else. But what about forgiving ourselves? I also feel like and, it might be a nice break from dealing with people. Just deal with some dogs. Possibly. I mean, I'm a social social person, so I love people. I love, of course, I love dogs. And and and, and I actually, when I was walking dogs, I missed the human to human connection. Okay. Um. So I was, you know, it was like I was not meant to be a long term dog walker. Yeah, that was just that was a passing fad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that's self-awareness, right? Knowing that, you know, this is here, here's the moment. But also, I left the banking career because I knew that there was a bigger purpose for me. Um, but I hadn't, Sexy Brilliant had not happened, but I somehow knew that, you know, I had to do bigger things. I was looking for something. And as it turns out, Sexy Brilliant was looking for me too. How did that come about? Who, who did you start with? Or did you just start with, did you just start it like solo? Oh, it was it was on my own. It was just uh, to make me feel good. I would, you know, I would stand in front of the mirror and I'm, I would say, "You're so sexy. How come you don't get laid?" <laughs> so you know, my goal is always to get laid, right? <laughs> so, you're, so I'm standing in front of the mirror and I'm like, "Oh, you're so sexy. Why don't you get laid?" Um, and it was just like a, it was a joke that you know, from becoming a joke, it beca- became something real. And then what happened is. I actually found a lot of validation through this this dating that I told you about that I um I said like that addiction it was like people were giving me validation constant validation right you're so hot you're so sexy and you start so the more you hear this the more you start believing it until it becomes your reality and that's where the shift happened for me nice and what it, what it, what is uh, uh, besides the book? What is Sexy Brilliant Brand? What is it? What do you offer? Do you do, you do like a blog and st- and stuff like that? So at Sexy Brilliant, we do weekly blogs. We have a big big community. We also you know be- very big on social media. Um, we have courses. If anybody's ever interested, there's lots of courses, weekly blogs, um, lots of um, lots of YouTube videos. And um, and of course, um, you know, lots of TV as well. So um, when you write the world's first ever X-rated self-help book, <laughs> it becomes, um, you know, it, 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 people want to hear the story. And it's a real story. It's about hardships and overcoming the hardships and most importantly, not giving up. I wanted to ask you too, you mentioned... Um Moving, uh, like being raised in in India and coming and going to Canada was that a big culture shock? Oh, uh, yes, very much so. And initially, it was very lonely. 
I was very homesick. Um, but I, you know, I'm again by not giving up, by showing up, um, by staying, staying on, like motivated, saying, you know what, I've come to Canada with such a diffi- with such difficulty. I'm not going to give up. That was the thing, and of course, finding people to connect with, um, universities, friends. And then from there, you know, deciding to live here, that's a big thing as well. Changing countries is not easy. But one of the reasons, yeah, one of the reasons to um, to be in Canada is to um, have a better, like, standard of living, to say, in the sense that even though it's very cold here, it's mm. also um, a little bit safer for women. You know, like, there's a lot of... Um, inequality in India there's a lot of rapes and it's just not safe and 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 I so so for example when I was in India there was constant fear that you're going to go out and you're not going to come back home because you know you know so so there's a lack of education in India the lack of um wow it's it's a different mentality I never I never viewed it as that I I never thought of that like I always thought it was almost the same over there I didn't realize it was no uh, it's wow. really and and it's really really bad and it's um it's you know if, if you're a minority um it's all we're also in india there's a lot of political turbulence right now so you know like these are the reasons you leave one place and and move to another country because you want to do better for yourself and you yeah. don't want to um and now we've been in canada for 20 years so it's so now Canada's become home. That's cool. That's cool. Did you go to Canada after your divorce or um, before? Before. I, I came to Canada as a student um, and then got, had this arranged marriage <laughs> in India. And then, um, you know, we lived, me and my ex-husband lived in Canada. Okay. And, um, yeah, so, and, yeah. And, of course, now as a, as a full-time single parent, it's, you know, um, having to deal with another co-parent, co-parent and another story. So uh, yeah. life is always testing you. <laughs> yeah. That's an adjustment at first. I basically, yeah. like, I'd say the past year, and I, I don't, I've been divorced more years than I was married at this point. And just in the past year did I try and become friends with my ex-wife. Like, and I've, I'm proud of it. Like, it's, it was kind of like uh, we kind of both realized our sons were playing us on separate sides. Like, they were <laughs> they were telling us what we wanted to hear. They were lying about the other one. And we kind of just both realized it at the same time. And we're like, look, let's just be friends. And let's give them nothing, nothing to side <laughs> Took over. Took their power away. Yeah, That's and it kind of just amazingly worked <laughs> and now it's mm-hmm. us, us against them like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but but i'm sure it took a lot of maturity oh, on both yes. your parts and you know and and forgiveness yes. yeah let's yeah let's just overlook yeah. all that all that garbage and all that hurt and let's just work together it's, it's it was a yeah, hard thing and, and a hard thing it's a work in progress yeah yeah i feel like yeah that's that's it that's it and I feel like a lot of people may not ever even get to that point in a lot of yes. years. Yes, that's, we want that for you. We want everybody to have, um, you know, the best of the love that they can. Yeah, absolutely. What um, I did love, too, Davina, I, saw, I read your post about, like, 
life just shitting on you because that brought me back to like I think when I was getting divorced like I lost my job it was like all this shit at once lost my job I was going to like I, I just finally like came to the the terms that I was gonna move back home with my parents which you know that's that's rough um, I was going to the post office to change my mailing address and I'm going through an inter intersection, and somebody who didn't have the right away totaled my car. It was just like everything at once, everything at once. Like I did enjoy reading that about how, like, you know, yeah, sometimes life just shits, shits all over you. Mhm, mm mhm. And you know, <clears throat> and this is the thing we're gonna, we're we're gonna be tested again and again and again. And what I've realized in in my experience. Our greatest transformation happens through our most difficult times. Yeah. So, you know, like, for example, you know, we, we spoke about uh, overcoming an addiction. It was, it was either an addiction or death, right, or suicide, for, in my case. And then by not giving up having this anonymous support system, um, I was able to move on and actually go into therapy. And then... And here I am five years later, four years later, talking about it on air. Um, and, and, and I am actually really grateful that I had that, that six months of, or one year of struggling with an addiction because I would not be here and I would have not found sexy and brilliant. So and now it's like a global revolution. It's people from all over the world are connecting to it. And it's about, you know, being sexy and being brilliant. Like we can be, sensual and we can be intelligent all in the same sentence that's awesome that's awesome davina thank you so much for talking to us it's, it's been a great a great conversation thank you for having me no problem where can everybody find you so we are um naturally sexy brilliant.com <laughs> it's simple yes <laughs> but we're, yeah but we're also on social media and it's hashtag sexy brilliant to find any of our posts, my posts, um, and uh, connect to the community. Um, <clears throat> and everybody's welcome. We we accept people from all genders, all over the world, with lots of love and with lots of mutual respect and kindness. Awesome! It's a great message. Thank you so much, Davina. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, and happy holidays. Happy holidays. Bye, everybody. Love you. Have a good one. Happy Love holidays. Too, Davina. Have a good one. Yeah. We'll be right. back. Well, Driz and JV, check them. Yeah, Driz is going to just chug about like four beers and uh, a couple cocktails Driz right now. Driz is going to go <laughs> do some addiction shit. He's, he needs... He's not looking for help. No. <laughs> This is the Slambergini himself, baby. And if you're a listener of the Robin Slim Show, then I'm sure you're a fan of Sauces Matisse. We open lots of our best shows with his songs. But don't wait to hear his music's just on our show, baby. Go to SoySauceSound.com and listen all the time. With 10 albums for free or of little charge. With the option of purchasing for a donation. Almost 100 songs so far. New music is constantly dropping. You'd have to be a real piece of shit not to. He has killer tracks like Only Sometimes. 
My music doesn't make a lot of moolah sense Cause I'm a dash of Adam Driver makes a coupon set Match a dapper to dash it but I'm foobar mess Give me a beat, give me a pen and a pattern then who got next? Me, you got teeth coming after you like you was a Ness I never deceive when I'm rapping, I'ma do it for next I cannot believe what some veterans would do for a check Because I'm a beast and I'm better but I'm goofy as heck Nerd Punk What's my pitch to be an internet sensation? I call these godly marketers sixth internet sensation Cause it's data and it's dedicated, intricate and patient But with every waking day I strain to pick up with the patience Every time I'm feeling like the slightest into doubt I just keep on fucking writing so my light don't fizzle out And expectations Expectations. You go to work after ain't nobody heard That ain't, ain't nobody yearned for you rapping any words That ain't worry cause for sure that a rapper spitting verses As perfect as you have is deserving of a sure pass Sure, yeah, oh it's the entitlement and attitude Like everybody gotta pat you on the back But alas, you're a hack and you're whack So you have to Lower your expectations So what are you waiting for, baby? Go to SoySauceSound.com And start listening today! Yeah! Vape shops! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I fucking love vaping, man. I know a bunch of fucking tricks and shit. Like, I can make a fucking loop and then make another loop that goes into my previous loop. It's fucking hot. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I was gonna say, the songs could be like, do vapes, not rapes. Yeah. Vape culture is the best culture. My uncle burns <laughs> my nipples with a cigar. Oh, vaping made me what? cough so much, I shit my pants. <laughs> you gotta cough to get off. My dad died from cigarettes. Uh, vaping gets you laid. Vapes ahoy! Yeah. Vapes ahoy! I like vapes ahoy. I vape at church. I smoke pipe, you know what I mean? Yeah. Smoke <laughs> smells like shit. That could be another one. You have plenty of options to drink. And you have plenty of vape yeah. shops to call. There's a lot. <laughs> I, I love the names. <laughs> so oh my the god. names are super creative. Vapes Ahoy's. Uh, all right, okay, this is the first one. Uh, we're just going to, like, right off the top here, I think. Uh, Sam Art. What is that? Sam Art something vape. Sam Art? Sam Art. Sam, Sam Art. Sam Art. Smoke and vape. Smoke and vape. Sam Art. Smoke and vape. So this is, like, one of those very uh, creative uh, vape shops here. Where I'm from, uh, Nashville. Tennessee. <laughs> All right. Sam Art. Sam it's, it's Art. Artsy. Yeah, Sam Art. It's artsy. Yeah, very artsy. Oh, let me get my beats ready. They probably win a lot of vape competitions. Yeah, they they, they do the artsiest <laughs> vape blowing of any vapes. Shop, I'm gonna help you. Yeah, hi, my name is JV Trekman. I'm a big time record producer down in Nashville, Tennessee. I was wondering if you guys did any sort of um, uh, advertisements with TV or, or radio. I'm just a worker. I'll back another time, man. That's okay, man. But did you ever? Do you guys like music? Because I got a guy. I got a guy. He's he's a little he's he's a little known down. Yeah, I already wrote something for your your uh, your shop. So he how does, about you listen to it and then music. you you let us know if your boss is gonna be okay with he it. He could do. He could do drizzles. <laughs> All right. He said he no. He could do drizzles. <laughs> he could do drizzles. All right. I like the uh, the next one on the. Oh, sorry, I got the wrong list. I like. Ignite. 
That sounds hot. What? Ignite. That sounds like ignite. a nightclub. Ignite. That doesn't even sound like a, a vape shop. I like it's just ignite. Yeah, it, so, it sounds like a fucking nightclub. You're gonna light it up, Driz. Yeah. That guy is not yeah, so he's old. A dick. Yeah, he's a fucking cunt. Okay. Should be a He was just a worker. Dirty worker. It's a loud rang. Hello, we are not available oh, now. God damn it. What about uh, the next one? Yeah. Uh, Sphinx. 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 Again, I would never know that was a vape shop if well, I was Well, now just you do. That. Now you do. Sphinx. You're welcome. Yo, you want to go to the Sphinx? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Sphinx it up. Shrek. Shrek is the sphincter. Yeah, you got thrown the stand. I know this fucking one rape trick where I blow smoke in the shape of a fucking sphinx. Yeah. Uh, dear. <laughs> yeah. Smoke shop, hello. Hi, how you doing? My name is JB Trekman. I'm a big time record producer down here in Nashville, Tennessee. Do you guys do any sort of advertising? One second, man. Okay. What? Hello, Sphinx Smoke Shop. Hi, Sphinx. Do you do any advertising? I'm a, I'm a record producer down here in Nashville, and I have a guy. He does jingles, and I didn't know if he could do a jingle for you. Uh, you need to call the owner. He will be here tomorrow. No, 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 man. Listen, but my name's the Drez. I'm a right famous now? internet rapper. Right let me just, like, let me sing you this thing because I put a lot of work into it. It took me a long time to write this specifically for your vape shop. And then you tell me if your owner's going to really want you that or not. You tell him if it's good. You need to run your business, bro, and you need to know you be if, the, you, your if your boss, boss is going to like it. You be your own boss. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. All right. Yo, what are you doing? Why are you out there doing that? You're in the middle of the road and you're just raping girls. <laughs> Why are you raping girls? hung up! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're all the Indian cousin. <laughs> Alright, all what's right, next, who's next? <laughs> I feel like yeah, that's he gave us cousin, a chance. Right? He like, said okay. Yeah, he gave us chance. Yeah. Uh, ooh. All right. At least this one, I know what it is. All right. I know what you do there. What do they do? It's very simple, and I'm surprised nobody else has this fucking name. But it's just vape and smoke. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So guys, yeah, yeah. if you're gonna if you're, you're gonna, gonna open vape a vape vape shop, you go call to vape just and smoke. go to vape and smoke. Don't go to Sphinx or Ignite because I don't know no. what the fuck those places are. Those guys are lacing your shit. <laughs> yeah, but like you go to vape and smoke, you just vape and smoke. You just That's vape it. the fuck out, bitches. All right. <laughs> I still am gonna do the same song because I haven't finished <laughs> yeah. it. Yet. Somebody needs that song. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we are. 
Yeah, should be it. More beats. <clears throat> Hello, Wicked Smoke, smoke Shop. Yeah, hi, my name is J.V. Trekman. I'm a big-time record producer down here in Nashville, Tennessee. Do you guys do any Do you guys do any advertising with TV or commercials? Um, I mean, I, I, uh, I can't make any of those decisions. Well, but, that's okay. Uh, you could call back in the, uh, in the morning. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, listen, my name is The Driz. I'm a famous internet rapper, and I wrote a jingle specifically for your vape shop. Would, Would you, you like to hear it? Would you listen to his song? He got a song, and he wants to sing it for you right now. Well, um, well I mean, I got to work, man. Yo, I thought I hear it is a super quick. This is my it's beat. It's going to go quick. Yeah. Yo, what are you doing out there? What are you doing in the middle of the street? Are you raping a girl? What the fuck, man? Rape is fucking wrong. Don't do rapes. Do vapes. Yeah, so I'm talking about stop raping all these girls in the middle of the street. I want you to come down to vapes and smoke. And there, you're not gonna rape because that ain't cool, but you're gonna vape and you're gonna be real cool and you're not gonna need to rape anymore because all the girls are gonna be all over your dick because they're like, yo, look at this guy in vapes and smokes. And he's fucking vaping and he's the coolest guy in the world. Look at that loop. He blew a smoke ring. And he blew another smoke ring in that. So let me tell you one more time. Stop raping all those girls out there and come to Vapes and Smokes to do some vapes. Yeah. So what do you want? We want him? Yeah, so what do you think? Will that work for a commercial or something? He's available anytime. Um, I mean, not really, man. Cause that, that's like... Cause it's not it's not a strip club and a smoke shop all together. He just wants to produce vaping. Yeah, well that's what I'm saying. I want to get the delinquents off the street and get them into your vape shop. No rapes. Yeah. No rapes. Five no rapes, no vape. Do vapes instead of rapes, you know. It's good message. I looked up the what's going on in the area where you guys are at. There's a lot of fucking weird shit going on in there. Perfect man. Yeah. Anytime. He could do it anytime. Dude. Anytime you want. Do you want me to should I email it to your owner? Uh, hello, this is an employee of Wicked Smoke Shop. How can I help you today? Yeah, hi. I'm, my name is JV Checkman. I'm a big-time record producer down here in Nashville, Tennessee. And I got a guy who is willing to do jingles for, for your establishment. He does commercials and a lot of stuff. He wants to... He wants uh, to sorry, we're not interested, man. He wants to just sing. He wants to sing. You want to hear it? <laughs> I love the guy being like that in the background. Up. He's just like they're talking about like raping someone. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, this is a strip club, and I'm like, yeah, but like I know what's going on. Like, there's a lot of rape. We're trying, get, we're, we're trying to get shit. We're trying to get it away from that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There we go. I don't know. Can we top that? That's yeah. Vape and smoke. Yeah. All right. Here's a good one. Here's another one that I don't know what the fuck this is. Okay. The Pink Lion. Yeah. Just sounds like that. Sounds like a fucking strip that club. Sounds like you know what you're getting. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a lot of pink lion shit. <laughs> All right. Uh. <laughs> pink lion. You know what I mean. 
<laughs> the fuck? <laughs> fucking names. This is like what that uh that that bar rescue guy does. He fucking criticized people over their names because they're like, like some of the shittiest fucking bar names. That it's like, what well, nobody's gonna know. This is a that. bar. We're so. vaping. <laughs> yeah, we're vaping our it's different. fucking brains out. It's okay if you're vaping. You don't give a shit. Yeah, hi, my name is JV Trekman. I'm a big time record producer. Um in Nashville, Tennessee. I didn't know if you guys did any advertising with like jingles. No, not interested. Well, I got a guy. I got a guy. I got a guy. He does jingles and, and shit. He'll just. Sing. I He'll spent sing. a lot of time writing this song for you. Can you please listen for it, to it, please? What is it? I'm gonna be real quick. Here it goes. Yeah. Yo, what's going on, guys? Yo, I see you eating some of those cookies. What are those? Is that Nabisco? Is that Chips Ahoy? Y'all stop. Put that down. You ain't cool eating cookies in front of the Wawa. Nah. You gotta come down to the pink lion. You know what that is? That's a motherfucking vape shop. Come down to the pink lion. Vapes ahoy, motherfucker. You come down to the pink lion and you smoke a vape and we got the best vapes in the world. Vapes ahoy. Throw those throw those cookies away. Chips ahoy my motherfucking ass. You wanna vapes ahoy. And the only place you're gonna vapes ahoy? The pink lion. Yeah. I don't know what kind of ship you're on. That was a good ship. That was a good song. Y'all are just trying to get... On, man, but nah, man, I'm I just... Mean, y'all, bro, I'm just... Y'all listen, homie, we're, I'm just... We're cool, man. Hey, man. Anyway. Y'all, you a good guy, but like... You are cool. Like the, we want to get you. Yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to bring some people. You know, a lot of people, they love, they love Chips Ahoy, but I think they need to be vaping. So I'm trying to yeah, take the guys that are... bring it out. I'm trying to yeah, take... We're trying to whip it out. Yeah. We're trying to whip it out, right? In your face. Yo, I'm just trying to take the kids that are eating cookies, and I want them vaping, and I want them to go to the pink lion. No, no, no. We don't want that, man. They want, want that pink lion. Here, that's, you know about that. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, it's I'm, ta- I'm not talking about, like, minors. I'm talking about, like, 18-year-olds that, you know, they just turned 18, and they're still yeah, eating the cookies, but yeah, they got to be vaping. But they also finger their butthole. You got to be 21 start 21, vaping. Bitch. 21, bitch. 21, bitch. Yeah, really? You got to be 21 to vape in California? What? You got to about that, don't what, you? What the fuck is that shit? Yeah, I wrote a song about that. Yeah. Yo. Yo. Are you 18 and you want to vape or some shit like that? Whatever you do, don't go to California. That state sucks. You can't vape until you're 21 in California. I don't know why. Vaping is literally like the gayest thing I've ever seen. Why do you gotta be 21 to vape? What is that? That's fucking weird. <laughs> I love vape shops. <laughs> vape shops are the best. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. The pink lion. Alright. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Vape suck. <laughs> if you're young. <laughs> Why do you have a cherry in your drink? Comment. No, because that's sexy. That's how you really drink. What about... What is it? Us? Is that us or verse? 
Where? Us or Verse? U.S. Vape. Oh, it's U.S. Vapes. US oh, vape. All right. Yeah, it's the That's only place. He's the only place in America that you can vape is that U.S. Vape. It's for us, not you. I didn't know if it was Verse or Us That's or US vapes. Us, us Vapes. Call on next. <laughs> this is good. Yeah, hi, my name is J.B. Trekman. I'm a big-time record producer down here in Nashville, Tennessee. Do you guys do advertising? We do not. Well, would you ever consider it? Because I got a guy, he's really, really good, and he does songs, and he would do a jingle for you guys. Uh, definitely something to consider. Uh, he would, he would do it right now. He would do it right Yo, now. Yo, I want you to listen to us, man. Hi, I'm the Dreads. I'm the famous internet rapper, The Dreads, and I just want you to listen to this jingle because I specifically wrote it for your vape shop, all right? So so here, here it goes. I'm going to play it right now for you. All right. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Let me tell you something. I want to tell you a little secret about myself. You know what I do? I smoke pipe. Yeah, I smoke pipe. You know what I mean? Of course you know what I mean. I smoke that pipe hard. I put it really, really, really down my throat. Man, I, I smoke the best pipe. Yeah. And if you want to smoke pipe like me, you got to go down to U.S. Vapes. Vapes. U.S. Vapes has the best pipe. They have the best pipe in the world. And that's how you smoke pipe like I do. Yeah. that? Yeah, I think so. So where, where should I send it? Can, you got an email or something? Can he talk to a boss? Um, I don't know if we're looking for a jingle right now. But um, he did one. Yeah. I mean, like... He made it. You think that's good, though, right? Like, a lot of smoking pipe. You guys got good pipe down there? Uh, we actually don't sell pipes, but... Um, Why not? Yeah. How uh, is he going to smoke? Why you got smoke, then? What? Why you smoke? Yeah, isn't that like, don't you put it in a pipe though? In a pipe? No, not in a pipe. Yeah, then what is it? What do you, like, I don't, what's a vape? Uh, it's like an electronic yeah. cigarette. Come down to US Vipes and we'll, we'll give you an electric cigarette. Yeah. You gotta charge it a little bit, you plug it into the wall. And you gotta wait till that little red white light turns green. And when that little red light turns green, you can go outside of your favorite Wawa and you smoke that pipe. You smoke that pipe hard. Yeah. Is that more in line with what you do? Uh, a little bit, yeah. yeah. Definitely more in line. See, that's do. cool. So who I send it to? You can send it to orders at usvapostal.com. Alright, cool. Nice talking to All you, right. man. Yeah. Have a good one. We love you. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> 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 oh, one
<laughs> pipes. I kept. I, I, I eventually like I just went with it. I was just like pipes. We're just gonna smoke some pipes. Oh my god, here's one. I think I think this is a guitar shop, maybe? A- electric clouds. Yeah! Oh, <laughs> That my is god. heavy metal. Let me pick Where's out... Where's the metal beat? Let me pick... Yeah, get a good metal beat. Let me pick out what's real metal here. Yeah, what's a metal song um, on that, that list? Uh, <laughs> New genres. Yeah. Driz beats. I got a whole folder of them. Uh... You gotta cough to get off. <laughs> gotta cough to get off. That's as fucking metal as it I gets. shit my pants. Oh, yeah. I yeah. like that. What yeah. is it? Oh, I shit my pants in... In church. In church. Right? Okay. Because yeah. vaping. So vaping. Coughing. Oh, va- vaping made me cough. So hard, I shit my pants. So hard, I shit my pants. Yeah. All right, we'll do that. All right, and we're going to call Electric Cloud. So it's a yeah. good metal beat, I think. A good, like, metal Yeah. Title. It's a whole metal. <laughs> Very metal. A whole bunch metal. of metal. Thank you for calling Electric Cloud, Albuquerque's premier vapor destination. If you know your party's extension, you may dial it at any time. To reach one of our staff members, please dial 1. For our Fancy. Mm-hmm. Thank you for calling Electric Clouds. Cody. Yeah, hi, Cody. My name is JV Trekman. I'm a big time record producer down here in Nashville, Tennessee. I don't know if you guys did any advertising with TV or radio media. Um, I'm not too sure, but let me. Let me find out. Okay. Give me one sec. Well, I got a guy. Okay. Say what? I got a guy. He does yeah, jingles. Cody, does how songs. about I just do this? I wrote this rap specifically for your uh, your establishment. How yeah. about you just listen to it, and then you decide whether you really want to like sell it to your boss. All right. Yeah. All right. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing there? You vaping? Y'all yeah, fucking cool, man. I love vaping. I'm the biggest vapor in the world. And I go to Electric Clouds. There you can vape. Let me tell you a little story about my vaping. I vaped. And it made me cough so hard. <coughs> it made me so cough so hard. I shit myself in church, man. Yeah, I shit myself in church. <coughs> you only gonna find the tape of fucking smoke vaping shit like that you're gonna find it at electric clouds if you go to electric clouds you gotta shit yourself in church bro yeah you want to shit yourself in church like i did go to electric clouds yeah how that cody uh, i'm sorry man you're speaking cody. with jd now what was that well it was cody Y'all, yeah, what happened to Cody? Uh, I'll, I'll do it again, man. I was uh, I, I wrote a rap specifically for your establishment to help like promote you. So listen. Yeah. Here, here it is. I'll, I'll redo it. Yeah. Y'all, what you doing there? Y'all, you smoking? Now you vaping? That's even cooler, man. Y'all, where you get that vape? You got that vape? 
out of electric clouds. Y'all, that's cool. That's where I get my vapes and I get the best vapes. I got a vape from electric clouds. And it made me cough so hard that I shit my pants in church. Yeah. The vape I got from electric clouds. It made me shit my pants in church. Yeah. So if you want to be like me, like a dope motherfucker like me, you got to go to electric clouds so you can shit yourself in church. Yeah. Copy that? Is there something that I can do to help you out, man? Yeah, I was wondering, like, like I wrote that for your establishment to help you, you get wanna, customers. You like, him, he's available. Yeah, I'm looking for a job. Okay, we're not interested, man. Yeah, that sucks. I, I'm sorry. Fuck what you. would you prefer? Do you Fuck want, you. like, something you, you different? You don't gotta be a cunt. You don't yeah. gotta be a cunt. Yeah, I'll, I know. He's kind of mean. All right, man. Yeah, I'll try to... I'll call you back. I'll write something better, all he'll, right? He'll do better. Yeah. Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> hey Slambo! Yeah, yeah! Do you want to read a sweet graphic novel about a 17th century kid whisked into a mysterious world of the occult, intense danger and excitement? Oh, yeah, yeah! Then look no farther, my friend, and go to the Voyager, and go get the Voyager, written by Jeff Sturge and illustrated by Nick... Marinkovich. Where do I find it? Go to uh, Gern, Guernica Editions. G-U-E-R-N-I-C-A-D-E-D-I-T-I-O-N-S dot com or Amazon dot com. That's a lot easier to find than Guernicas. And order the Voyager and that's spelled V-O-Y-A-G-E-U-R. Don't care, baby. I'm ordering that right now. Yeah. Fuck yeah. What's up? Rebecca. Rebecca Rose. Venagro. Venagro? Venagro, yes. Venagro. Okay. We are just coming back from break. Oh, cool. We just called some babe shops and and did some songs for them. Yeah. Yeah, I have a persona that he's a he's a rapper and uh he's trying to get some gigs. He's trying to get uh like He's trying jingles. to get hired to do jingles for. Wait, I was for... just listening to that, and that guy is a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you. He was a douche. He was a dick. He was a real dick hole. <laughs> but um, you were an actress from uh, originally from Boston, correct, or the Boston area? No, I'm I'm from Boston originally, uh, Peabody, Massachusetts, to be exact. And now in L.A., do you ever just, like, go Boston on people out there? Just scream, like, socks and get in their face? I just start screaming fucking Dunkin' Donuts, like, fuck you. Boston cream is the way. (laughs) Boston cream. That is the best, actually. It is one of the best. Yeah, you don't want to go for and cream. That's, it's not the same. Not the same. It's, ugh. How long have you been acting, though? (laughs) Um... I, I guess a while off and on since I was a kid, but uh, I guess I, I got into the union about 10 years ago Cool. cool. And cool. in Boston, and then I finally made the move here, and it's been pretty cool so that, far. Yeah, that's why I didn't know if you started uh, before you went or after. Uh, before. Uh, that was definitely a draw for L.A., but I also just... I mean, I, I love the weather here. I'm not really a cold weather kind of person. <laughs> Even, like, fire season... 
Yeah, I love fire. <laughs> fire I don't know. Uh, one of our buddies we just Rob, talked to that last. Is my best. <laughs> yeah, don't don't endorse that, Rebecca. You don't ever. You don't. <laughs> yeah, ever. I won't. Um, you know, one of our buddies we talked to last week said like it just started raining for the first time in like years. I was like, what? I figured... Yeah, no, I think last year was a pretty. We had a pretty good rain too, though. But yeah, uh, it's definitely not enough. So. No, that's crazy. I just always figured by the coast you got you got a lot of rain. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> what was the hardest thing? It was great. Yeah, when I came back from Boston, because I was in Boston uh, for Thanksgiving. Yeah. But when I came back, it was raining. But, I mean, anything above 50, and I'm fine. Okay. I'm cool. What was the hardest thing about uh, going out there to adjust to? Um, I actually moved to L.A. on a road trip. So I'm, I, I'm not a – definitely wasn't the biggest planner. I'm starting <laughs> to get a little – better at that these days but uh yeah i just i just straight up moved with like no money and like nothing but wow. uh i knew a few people so okay uh that helps that you know. does help <laughs> wow but uh, yeah i guess i i don't know the hardest thing um i don't know i really needed the change and i had wanted to move to la since i was uh in high school and fi- i finally did it after college but Cool, cool. What um? Uh, how, how did you how did you get involved with uh with Half New Year? Oh my god! I actually Drew was one of the first people I met in LA. So I met Drew about seven years ago, and uh, about six years ago, I actually read one of the one of the first drafts of Half New Year. That's wow. awesome. And yeah, so yeah, it's it's kind of crazy how things come full circle, but. That's why I didn't. Uh, I didn't know if you yeah, auditioned. I didn't know if life. I didn't know if Drew like had the part in mind for you because your your part of Emma uh, was one of my favorites, and your better half in the movie uh, uh, Bishop was just oh, one of my okay. favorite characters. One of my favorite characters, especially when he oh my was god, on yeah, Roman Roman's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow, he's he's really funny in Half New Year. Yes, yes, we well we got we but, were yeah, fortunate enough to actor. see it in uh, in the theater. We went to the uh, the first glance, Philadelphia. Uh, I know, I was so jealous. I wanted to go and be there with you guys, but I couldn't. Um, Why that didn't weekend, you? So. <laughs> you should have. You should have been there. It was it was a lot of fun. Oh my god! Well, we yeah, we would have had. Some uh, some laughs for sure, <laughs> but well, truth to tell, say you guys were just premiere after premiere after yes. premiere. So, and that was like the last. So I'm sure you were very burnt out by that point. Um, I guess not burnt out, but I just I didn't have the time at that moment. But yeah, right. yeah, I'd, I'd never burnt out off of premieres of Half New Year. I love it. It's wow. amazing. Cool, cool. What was it like? What What was your one of your favorite moments of of the filming? Um. Oh my God. I don't know. I I I did have to drive the our uh, our trailer, but that was not my favorite moment. So I digress. Um. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Seriously. Uh. I don't know. My favorite moment. I don't know. I really. Uh. I guess I I have some favorite scenes. I loved all of it. I guess. Um. You know, Drew's. Drew's old house is where we shot most of the film at. He yep. said that. So, he also uh, said it was really we had, torn we had down. really like parties there for quite a few years before <sighs> shooting there. So, and he was moving out uh, quickly after uh, we had to wrap. So, kind of just taking it all in was 
was uh, was pretty crazy. Wow. I feel like we kind of we like grew up in a way after the movie, or I don't know something like that. But during, <laughs> What's during, the, yeah, during after. <laughs> I um, want to know. I, I guess I uh, I I really loved working with our director Tom Rash. He's amazing, cool. and he made me feel really comfortable. Um, I loved dancing with Drew. That was one of my favorite parts too. Um, I have definitely danced with Drew, but I'm not uh, for for the screen. Drew <laughs> <laughs> oh. is just an amazing guy. Oh, like he's, he's um, just very charismatic. Yeah, he's very. Sweet. He definitely gets a woman's perspective too, which is one of the things I loved about um, the character Emma. Well, that's what I, I felt about just just uh, you talking about Emma, uh, just the fear, the fear she faced in going into marriage. I just thought that was so real, so real, and so so cool. That was spot on. Yeah. How much of you was Emma? Quite a bit, actually. Um, I think uh, I'm a little crazier than Emma in a way, I guess, so to speak. Uh, she is a bit. A little bit more introverted, but um, a, lot, a lot of me went into Emma. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. There was, there's a, a bit of difference, but a, a lot of me definitely went into Emma. I think I okay. threw in a, a line to like "Nice bomb, where you're from," and I just like whacked Drew so hard every time just because I knew <laughs> I could, and I was on abusing Drew for that one scene. I remember Drew telling us in person, like, how much was actually cut out of the movie, too. Like, he said there was so much extra stuff filmed that just didn't didn't get a chance to, to make it. It was crazy how much that we got in the, like, 10 days we had of filming. It was mm. it was really impressive. Um, and our director cut the movie, which was, like, he, he's just amazing. So that's what you want. Were you going to ask something <laughs> Yeah, um, I was curious because you, you kind of talked about this like, oh, I had to drive the trailer one day. Is there a story there? Like, what? what why did you have to drive oh, the trailer? Yeah. Like, did, did you crash? Did you get pulled over? Oh, uh, there was an emergency and someone had lost their license. And I've, uh, I've driven some big cars because I've been on the production side for a little while, too. That's uh, also what I've been doing out here in L.A. But uh, I've, I had actually never driven a trailer and it got dark on the way back and my anxiety definitely kicked in, but I definitely, I was probably two inches from the steering wheel. That's like the way I felt. But, uh, How did that, I so, it, so. so you said this, so the other person lost her license, the person that was Wait. supposed to drive the trailer. So like, did you just show up and they were like, you got to drive this trailer today. This guy just got a D, D <laughs> yeah. uh, Pretty much. I, I thought I was riding along, but I was the driver, ended up being the driver. But I you get in the trailer and you sit down like in the back and they're like, that's, no, 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 you're driving. That's gonna be like <laughs> a DVD. Yeah. That's gonna be a DVD extra. I feel like a DVD, DVD extra <laughs> driving with with Rebecca Rose. Yeah. <laughs> Rebecca Rose driving the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you. It was a good day. Yeah, <laughs> I was definitely elated after I had parked it. That's uh, one of the things about anxiety is once you go through the process, you're like, yay, I made it, you know. I remember years ago I worked I worked at a radio station, and I just remember the first time I drove the station van and had to parallel park. I was so proud of myself. 
Just like ecstatic. Oh God, yeah, ecstatic. parallel parking's pretty bad. Yeah. I have a backup camera in, in uh, my car, so <sighs> that's that's good. I didn't have that. Yeah, and, um, of course, I've driven some rapey looking vans. And, yeah, <laughs> feels, pretty, feels pretty sketchy. You to can never just see be driving in general. You can never see properly out of the rapey vans. <laughs> oh my god! No, no. <laughs> Nope, no. Nope. Uh, you you mentioned being a producer was going into acting a different aspect. Like, was that something you weren't used to? Wait, say that again. You had mentioned producing. Like, was acting something new for you? No, I've been acting pretty much, I guess, since middle school, uh, but off and on because I I was pretty obsessed with soccer, so I, I kind of quit acting for a little while to to do that, but um. No, it's not, it wasn't. It wasn't too new. I did have to audition every character actually, um, oh, wow. so that was fun. But that was just pretty much a courtesy, like Drew and uh, um, for Drew and Tom. But that was that was really fun. Um, cool. I was just like, I guess after after that, I was like, you know, I'm just coming in really though for Emma, and uh, that was that was a good decision, I guess. <laughs> what was uh, the auditioning like? Was there a lot of people coming out? There were a lot of people. I actually, I don't, I'm not sure how many people, because um, I wasn't in, involved in the audition process, actually. Okay. Um, so I'm not sure how many people uh, that drew auditions, but I I actually knew when I went in for Emma, um, I, knew, I knew I got it right after, right after, because well, I was look, I was reading to Drew and I know him. And I saw his face, and I I did not sleep all night because I was so excited. Because I was like, I don't know, I just really felt it. I like, um, I had known the character Emma, but like something finally clicked, like uh, at the right moment. But I, I just, uh, yeah, I didn't sleep at all. I'm a crazy person. I like kept replaying the scene and picturing Drew's face, and I was like, fuck, I got it, I got it. And then um, he called me the next morning and asked me if I would dye my hair, and I was like. Obviously, I would tie my hair. Did you dye your hair for the part? You dyed your hair for the part? I did, yeah. I dyed it red, which was a really nice change because I've, uh, I've always been blonde. And I, I guess I was always scared to to change it up that much, I guess. <laughs> so do you, did you stick with the red or do you go yeah, back to the red? Yeah, or? did you go back to blonde or... I had it. I had the red for a while, actually. It, it, uh, it took a while to to fade, but it faded out really. I like the way it faded out. Nice. And then uh, last year, I was uh, messing around and I dyed my hair black, actually. So I think oh. that character also gave me the card to just dye my hair any color I want. And when I dyed it black, I had dyed it myself, actually. Uh, but oh. that was uh, that was fun. It faded in like two weeks. But. <laughs> Drew, Drew changed your life. Yeah. You were originally a woman who had never Drew. dyed her you hair. You were darker than you ever were. Did you work for Happy Madison Productions? I did, yeah. I was uh, an assistant to one of the producers um, on, on Grown Ups. Wow. What was that like? Yeah, that was, that was pretty fun. I, I like Adam Sandler. That was, uh, that was a fun shoot. Cool, cool. Did you have any interactions with him personally or no? 
Uh, not really. I mean, we like said hi and bye pretty much. Uh, that's all I. Yeah, no, I didn't. That's uh, all I, I didn't. <laughs> I'd be bragging really about that for years. Long. I'd be yeah. like, he said hi and bye, and bye. Hi and bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, him. I really like Adam Co- Covert because Grandma's Boys is one of my favorite movies. Also. I never saw that one. Uh, I never that was saw cool the Grandma's Boys. It was cool to me, Adam. Yeah. Also. I mean, uh, sorry, oh, I just said that wrong. <laughs> what? What was said wrong? I said Ad- Adam Covert. Oh. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> okay, let's forget. I actually hear that his newest film, I think it's uh, Gen- Cut Uncut Gems, is apparently amazing. Like, I don't know anything about it, but I'm hearing, like, a lot of things about this new film I, that he just produced. I saw, like, a Wait, West- I just saw that. It's on Netflix, because I haven't... I haven't seen it yet. Okay. It, is it good, or you haven't seen? Oh, you just saw it like on Netflix. No, I just I was just passing by it, but I was uh, I went and watched Tiffany Haddish uh, last night her stand up her new stand up special. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, no, I'm just seeing like reviews. Yeah, I'm I'm seeing like uh, astounding reviews for this Uncut Gems, and I'm like, ah, it's been a while since I liked an Adam Sandler the film, but people are I like, saw was like this saying Western, this thing's amazing. It was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. I watched uh, years ago. They did like a Western one for Netflix, and it was pretty... oh, like he was uh, like a parody on Crazy Eights or, or something was, like that. Or, uh, uh, was that Quentin Tarantino film? Yeah, I forget what it was. Yeah, something like that. But it was funny. I remember. Oh, I, I enjoyed that. it. Nice, nice. What, uh, Rebecca? What other uh, products do you have coming up? What other projects? Yeah. Um, kind of discovering what's going on at the moment uh i have a manager and uh she's kind of like taking taking me by the wing and we're just looking into what's going on i guess i'm kind of exploring all options at the moment and also getting ready for pilot season in case there's something that pulls me in but um i'm also looking more into producing and looking uh to get with a new financer and I'm kind of just learning, trying to learn as much as I can at the moment, and see whatever whatever grabs me. Cool. Would you ever uh, feature the Drizz in one of your one of your productions? Yeah. Would I ever? Of course, I would feature the Drizz. Yeah. How could I not? Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. That's what we want. Yeah. We really want a, a Drizz. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got to go rap songs about, like, my journey to become, like, an actor. It never really worked out because rap, like, like I went into, like, acting for a while. I was like, I'm going to be an actor. And then, like, I realized, like, no, nah, my true calling, this is rapping. Like a rap yeah. thing. Your true calling is rapping. Yeah. <laughs> it's really not. A lot of weird shit happened, though, when <laughs> I was acting. Yeah. I don't know how you guys do that. Wait, what happened? Yeah, it was, it was dark. It was a lot of dark stuff. Like, like this one guy was like, y'all Driz. And I was like, yo, what up, guy? And he was like, yo, you want to be in my film? And I'm like, I guess. And then, like, he was like, all right, come over. And I, like, went over to his house. And he was, like, shirtless. And he had his penis out. That was really weird. Whoa. Uh, I want to talk about it. Well, it sounds like the wrong film for you. But <laughs> I, I don't know you very well. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Driz. <laughs> oh, Driz. I love you guys. <laughs> God damn. God Wait, damn. so what was the best part of the Philly Film Festival? 
Honestly, just hanging out with Drew and, and Brooke and like me, me and the, the, the two of them and that that came out. Brooke is amazing, yeah. Seeing the amount of people that came out for it too yeah. to support him yep. was amazing. Uh, I think like I'd say like ninety eight percent of of the viewers that night were just for for half New Year. It was, it was a great it was cool. great chemistry. Yeah, so it was a lot of Brooks and I think some of uh, Drew's like close friends and family and stuff like that. So that was really cool. Like you felt that you felt that kind of family like connection with them. I, and... wanna, I wanted to go and I haven't met Drew's mom actually. So oh my god, she was the best. Drew's... That's a great lady. That was one of my favorite. Drew, Drew's mom and Drew's dad is amazing. Yes, yeah. just walking down the streets Aww. of Philly with them after the movie, going out for drinks. It was just, it was just yeah. great. It was great. And at one point. She, I almost wanted to cry. She just said how heartbroken she was when she, when Drew moved to, to LA. Like, it was just like, oh, Aww. like, wow. Like, it was, yeah. It was, it was amazing, though, meeting, like, their family, meeting Brooke's mom. That was cool, the coolest thing, too. I think we were outside before anything started, and we saw Brooke get out of a car with her husband and her mom, and we just, we just introduced ourselves, and it was, just, it was the coolest cool. thing, coolest thing. And then we after all went to a wedding, because uh, Brooke just got married this this summer, uh, oh, so we were all actually at at her wedding, and that was that was a really fun time too. It was kind of like half New Year reunited. That's awesome. It was pretty funny. That's cool. So um, a- after the the screening and everything, Drew had planned this thing where we all go to this bar. It was like the pen and pencil or, or something. I think it was called. Yeah. And so we, we I, I, it was like a weird name like that. I, I don't know if I'm getting it correct, but no. it was like pen and pencil or pencil, whatever. Okay, you weren't drinking. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was oh, whatever. So we're gonna go to this bar, and so we have like a hundred people, and we're walking to this bar, and we walk into this thing, and it's just just really small like dingy like sport bar and everybody just walks out and we're like yep it was the only <laughs> bar it was the only bar in philly it was the only bar in philly that people could still smoke in so people were smoking cigarettes and i'm sure i smelled something else when we walked in but yeah. everyone was so disgusted at the smoke when we walked in that we're like let's all find something else and i'm a smoker and yeah it was even still a little too much so so we had this great experience of like trying to find a bar with like drew a bunch of his friends and his family and um the as we kept trying to find bars that we would all fit into the group started getting smaller and smaller and then eventually it got down to like maybe six or five of us where it was just like it was me rob uh drew's parents drew drew's like uh best friend uh i forget what the fuck her name was yeah really cool uh drew's best friend Um, she was the, the, per- she, she was the person that inspired Brooke's character. Brooke's character. Like, yeah. Like, oh, okay. Dina, I think. Was her name Dina? Okay. I been. think her name was Dina. Yeah. But so it was like the, like the six of us or whatever. And, uh, Drew's like, we're just gonna like, we're gonna call an Uber and we're gonna go to this bar. that's like 30 minutes away. So I'm kind of standing back with Rob and I'm like, I guess we're gonna have to like either leave or walk. And like Drew just like turns to us and like, you guys are coming into the Uber with us. And I just thought that was like the coolest thing in the world because we had never met Drew before this. And he's just like, not like you guys are jumping in this Uber with us and we're going to this bar together. Yeah, It was really, really great. Really great. That's awesome. That's so sweet. I was going to ask too. Yeah, Drew definitely treats people like family. Yeah, that's what it was like. It was like, yeah, totally being with family. I was going to ask too, Rebecca, um, 
If there was You're a- drinking together, you're definitely family. <laughs> yes. If there was a sequel, would you be down to be in it? I am so down for a sequel. Nice. Super down. Cool. Um, I've been thinking about it a lot, actually. Don't, don't tell anyone. <laughs> I, I won't. I won't. Nobody will know. <laughs> have you have you planned like a crazy scene for part two? Um, I haven't. I guess I've been thinking about the evolution of Emma a little bit, uh, but you know, that's uh, yeah, that's something. Yeah, no crazy scene. Just kind of taking the character. Uh, I think to another just level. Taking it a little more extra, a little more extroverted. Uh, uh, so there's that but that's pretty much it for my note at the moment i don't want to like overdo it (laughs) oh the drizz never overdoes it (laughs) (laughs) never 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 (laughs) just go with the flow going with the flow yeah for sure (laughs) god damn drizz you got anything else yeah rebecca Yo, what up? Hey. Yo, what up? What up? Yeah, I just wrote a song for you. Well, yeah, do you need a beat? Yeah, listen to this. I'm listening. Hi, I'm waiting for my beat. Give me a second. Oh, okay. Yo, Rebecca. Do you prefer to be called Becca? Or how about Becky? I don't know. I kind of like all three. If I ever met you in person, I'd be like, Yo, what up, Rebecca, Becky, Becca? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Pretty spot on. I guess I gotta ask that question anytime someone face me. But I do prefer either Becca or Rebecca. Not Becky. Oh, no, but not Becky. No, no Becky. Yeah. She sounds stuck up. Since I was like eight years old, I guess. Well, yeah, I was thinking I that. Or just like a real uppity valley girl, Becky is. <laughs> Fuck Becky. Oh, you think so? I don't know. I feel like it's like a farm girl or something. Like that could be too. Becky. Yeah, you're wearing oh, yeah, like. I mean to put down Becky's. I just, I'm, I guess I just don't feel like. A uh, denim Becky. skirt. Yeah, no. Becky went down the wrong road. <laughs> Becky went left. Becky went right. <laughs> God damn. Thanks, Rebecca. It's, it's been a blast talking to you. I know, it's fun talking to you guys. Um, I guess uh, I'll keep tuning in and see you guys soon. Yeah, definitely. And where can everybody find you? Oh, where can you find me? Um, don't come to my apartment. But you can you can find me on uh, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, um, it's just Rebecca Vinagro. Uh, it's V as in Vinny. I N A G R O. And, uh, yeah, you can, <laughs> I guess that's where you can find me. Oh, you can also find Half New Year, though, on Amazon, Voodoo, Apple TV, uh, Comcast, Infinity. We're, we're actually in quite a few countries also, so, um, I need to learn a few more languages. Ah, is, uh, is there a, a dub? Is there a dub for, uh, Emma? Oh my God, no, we don't, we don't, we don't have a dub. But, so you uh, just have to do the other languages. Or just do the subtitles. I actually, I'm not sure. I, I Maybe I should talk to Zach Block about that. But, I would. Um, I don't know. 
That's a, that's a good question. <laughs> I guess I'll work on dubbing myself in other languages. <laughs> Rosetta Stone. Rebecca Stone. Stone Project. Oh, Rosetta, Rebecca Stone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, have a go, Rebecca. Have a great night, guys. You, you too. Take care. Take care. I feel like the Jay should do some other languages. Yeah. Wait, I want. Kichu. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. (laughs) What's up? Dude, I just poured just straight like rum, and I, I haven't tasted it yet, but I'm smelling it, and it makes me want to throw up. Good. I hate to smell fucking rum. Then why do you drink it, you dude? Well, because I was mixing um, uh, Dark and Stormies. Let's drink whatever so is on the table. Let's see. Hold on. I'm looking at the table. I got waters. Dark rum cocktails. I got no absinthe. I got this. Uh, you're out of Athens? Itali- no, not for you. Italian. Um, I got Italia. It's a uh, vermouth. Yeah. Dark rum cop- cocktails. Come Squirt to the it? come to the dark side. That's what she said. Um, I could do that. That just, sounds like a jizz song. Come to the dark side. Yeah. Just uh, it's just what sugar. Are you I'm just looking up fucking uh, rum recipes. Dark rum recipes. There's one simple here. It's just an old-fashioned, but with rum, I guess. But it's Mount Gay. I don't actually have Mount Gay. You have Mount Yayo? Gay's, Mount Gay's Who's a got rum? Yayo? Mount Gay? Is Mount Gay a Yayo? <laughs> yeah. Bar- Barbados rum? So Drew some... said Dino is her name. 
Jerk. Oh, okay. D- All right. Is that what you said? Yeah, I th- I th- I think I said Dina. She said D. <laughs> he said. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you fucked up. Sorry, Joe. Love you, Joe. <laughs> I love you, Joe. <laughs> uh, Drew, what kind of rum cocktail should I mix? He's a great job. Thank you all. Thank all you, right. guys. What kind of drizztail should he mix? What kind of drizztail should I mix? Drizztails. <laughs> um... You got more numbers to drizztails? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. If... <laughs> Drink that rum, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drink some rum. Make some phone calls. Make some rum calls. Rum call. You want to wait a little bit, or do you want to just jump into no. some fucking Driz calls? All right. Rum call. I got this absent. I just want to call Volcano. Oh. Volcano. Like, like, what is it? Kano. Right. Eric Kano. Oof. <laughs> what, you don't like oh. Eric Kano? He's a buddy of mine. Uh, He'd kick your ass. Uh, yeah. He would kick your ass right now. His nah, cousin so would shoot at you. I just smelled I the to, rum. I used to hang Do you out know with, Volcano? No, I know Eric Kano, and oh. he's no—he's a force to be reckoned with. Related his cousin, to the owner of Volcano? No, right. probably not. What about Kano's His cousin, cousin? will shoot you. I'm just telling you. I'm just uh, telling, all right. Telling I'm going to puke if I sip this rum. Well, call first. Oof. <laughs> yeah, straight, yeah, it's all right. All right. It's not bad. I don't know if I like rum that much. You love rum. <laughs> you wanted this? Maybe the Driz just does this straight up. Just be Maybe. like, oh, I wrote. Let's like skip the date, JV, and I'm gonna see like if the Driz can handle it. <laughs> all right. Let's see. Just vape. Oh, Justin vape. Justin vape. You know what I mean? Busy. A lot of people calling just vape. Uh, just vape. <laughs> Are they? Yes, hi, my name is JV Trekman. I'm a big time record producer, and I didn't know if you guys did jingles like advertising. Uh, we don't, man, unfortunately. But I got a guy. He's right here. Yeah, how about you just listen to this? I kind of wrote this specifically for your place. I spent a lot of time on it. Can you just listen to it and tell me if, like, maybe you'd want to do something with it? Listen. I hear this. Yo, what's going on, guys? Let me tell you a little story about my father. He was a good fucking guy. He was the best guy. 
had a lot of good times with my father, but you know what? He died. A very young age from smoking cigarettes. What the fuck is that? Yeah, that was good. He didn't take some. I don't like it. <laughs> well, the next guy will. Uh. Purr? Is that like a cat? Like purr? <laughs> do purr vape. Purr vape. Purr vape. Purr vape. Purr vape. <laughs> I gotta go back to the sheet that says J.V. Trekman, Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> no. You need that. Nashville, yeah, I need that. <laughs> you don't know how to introduce yourself without no. that. No. It's hard oh, to remember shit. where he's from sometimes. <laughs> JV Trekman, Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> that, that page. <laughs> Purr. I got cats or something. Hello? Hi. Is this the vape hey. shop? Yeah. Hi, my name is JV Trekman. I'm a big time record producer. I didn't know if you guys did advertising. I'm not sure, actually. The owner who well, is the one uh, who okay. knows about it. But I do records, and I have a guy. He sings. He sings songs. He'll sing a song for your shop. He's got music in his heart. He's got music. So, yeah, I didn't get you. Would you listen to his song? Song? Yeah, he's going to sing a song Yeah, I want the song for you. For your, for your shop to attract customers. He's going to go out there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Young up already. <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh, oh, that's the name of the song. So let's try. Is that Ju Ju Jubilee? Yeah. That's like an X Men character. That's X Men. <laughs> all about that shit. Call. Do an X. Do a superhero. Do an X Men. Do a rap. super raper. Super, Song. super vapor. <laughs> Just jump right into it. Oh wait, somebody's calling us. Rob, it's some show. What the fuck? Oh, is it the miss call here? I don't know. Well, I'll call it. No. No. All right. I'm vape. Alright. Uh trying to figure out what number it was. Is that one? This was the call that I missed, so like they called and hung up. Alright. <laughs> Holy shit, that's the guy we talked to already. Ah, my bad. Uh Hi, is this Jubilee Vape yes. Shop? You guys are like a vape shop or something? Yes. Okay, so I got this song I wrote for you. 
I want to promote your business and bring customers to you. Jubilee. A lot of people didn't like you on the X-Men. They were like, Jubilee, what do you do? You just make some fucking sparkles come out of your fingers. You don't hurt any villains or anything. It's just Hello? like firecrackers. Yeah, I'm singing you a song. It's just like firecrackers. Yeah, listen, bitch. Yeah, the firecrackers coming out of your fingers and stop Jubilee. What you doing? You know what the problem is, Jubilee? You ain't vaping. Yeah, that's right. Come down to Jubilees. Get a good vape. Hey, you sparkle from your fingers. <laughs> ah. All right. She did. She uh, has had trouble hearing it, I guess. But um, what about uh? Ooh, this sounds fancy. Vapeology. Oh, they're like they're ologists. Yeah, they got science on their side. Ology. It's like not a myth. <laughs> Yeah, I do a little bit of rapology. Holology. Captain. <laughs> you have reached seven one eight. Well, they're a, well, they nope. don't answer ologies. Nope. Uh. Chief and butt. <laughs> sounds chief like a buds. weed place. Sounds like an Indian chief. Call him. Involved in several different <laughs> chief incidents. <laughs> that is such a ridiculous phone number. Chiefenology? Is that who we call it? Uh, it's a, a chief, and, chief buds. and buds. Yeah. The beat is just number 13. Okay. Hi, Chief, and my name is JB Trekman. I do record producing. I didn't know if you do advertisement. Uh, no, I'm I'm not interested. Well, you might be. You might be. I got a guy who sings. Yeah, let me just drop this track for you right now. I wrote it specifically for your establishment. Yo, what are you doing there? You smoking some buds? I don't think that's legal. Man, I know you like blood buds, but the buds you ain't you smoking, they ain't the chief of the buds. You gotta go to Chieftain. Go to Chieftain Buds. They got the real stuff. They got the chief. Ooh, they got the chief. <laughs> like that. <laughs> Thought that was good. It was and mellow. It was very slambo. You just slam it all over the mic. I just slam it all over the mic. <laughs> Who's going to sign this out? It's going to be a Drizmus song. Yeah. So, what I like to do in the holiday season... I like to vape a lot. Yeah, and I don't go to a vape shop. Nah. I don't like any of those vape shops. They ain't cool enough. Nah. Nah, I get my vape 
off of Amazon.com. Yeah, they got the best vapes, fucking vape shops. You guys are all fucking retarded. You should just order off of Amazon. That's what I'm saying. One time, I got this vape off of Amazon, and it was the shape of a dildo. That's the best vape in the world. You can go to all the vape shops in the world, and you ain't finding a vape shaped like a dildo. Nah, they don't want to admit what they really are all about. They're all about a buck, bunch of fucking guys with cocks in their mouth. They're like, nah, but Amazon, they know. They know what vaping's about. They know that if you vape, you're just a guy with a cock in your mouth. Yeah, that's right. Listen to Robin Slim Show every Wednesday night. 6 o'clock to 9.30. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. And then we'll be off. Yep. Slambo back next week. Woo. Slambo back. Fuck this. It's done. Yeah, because I said it's done. I'm the one who said it was done. I said Go it was on, done you first. little hysterical. You just repeat everything I say, you little fucking mockingbird. Oh, okay. I'll say something you haven't said. I hope you die, bitch. Yes. You're already dead. You're already fucking dead. No, I'm not. You're just saying that I'm the one who's alive because I'm standing here. You're dead because you're walking away. Fuck you. You're dead. I'll see you in fucking hell someday. Keep walking, sassy pants. This has been a Fat Moles Radio production. To hear more shows like this, go to soundcloud.com slash fatmolesradio. Hush your face, it's coming straight to your ears. A podcast network that's changing gears. Bringing fresh funky pods with a fresh funky beat. A family of pods that are bringing the heat. There ain't no stopping us. Keep coming back to us. Sick ass pods that'll make you hush. www.hushyourface.com. Uh, 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 uh,